You're listening to Gamer Podcast. I'm Eric from the Gamer.com editorial team, and this week, we've got a Nintendo Direct. We've got a Sony State of Play. We've got a Disney and Marvel game showcase, and we've got an Ubisoft Forward. Let's go! It's the Gamer Show, gamers. Hello, gamers. Jade King, how are you? I'm all filled up with gaming, Eric. I think it's been quite filled to the brim, overflowing with gaming love. Knee deep in the gaming. Andrew King, are you filled up? I'm full of gamer love, but it is like (laughs) a sinus infection. It's not pleasant. Uh, I'm right. I feel too full. It's too much pressure. And George Foster King. Death can have me. <laughs> That's what I have to say. Oh my god. Well, I for one am very excited about the games. I don't mm. wish to perish. Because oh, then I be- would miss all these wonderful, wonderful video games. That's right. Uh, we have three different showcases. We, we basically had our second E3. Uh, the Summer of Morb just keeps giving. It does. Yes, I, I attribute this to Morb. And Number one our... movie on net on Netflix. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. I'm <laughs> so damn. busy. I want to. I want to save it for a week when I can give Morbius my full attention. I think he All deserves right. that. Fair enough. You know what? We'll talk about Morbius next week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, it will have its own segment. I think every every <laughs> uh, have a Morbius. We segment, had actually. we had D twenty three. We had Nintendo Direct. Boom. We had. S- Sony State of Play, and we're going to go through all of it. Uh, mm. Big, big show. Um, but as for the news, I guess that was the news. Morbius is on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> and now we're and now we're done with news. That's what you need the to know, news. everyone. If if <laughs> if only if Sony had announced that Morbius was on Netflix at their showcase, I think they could have won this fall E three. But they didn't. So Nintendo takes it. I'm afraid. But they didn't. Just one more thing before we wrap up this state of play. <laughs> Morbius is on Netflix. One and more in Smash. One more thing. <laughs> one more one thing. thing. Oh, I want to see Neil right Druckmann about Morbius. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about D twenty three. I was there, boots on the ground, mm. uh, playing the games, pressing the flesh. I didn't play any games there. I don't know why I said that. Okay, but did you press the flesh? That's what I, I did. Know press about. the flesh. Okay. Uh, D23 is incredible. It was the first time I've ever been there. And uh, it blows Comic-Con out of the water. Uh, obviously, it blows away PAX and TwitchCon. It's, there's nothing like it. It's the most mm. over-the-top, extravagant. Uh, it's just incredible. It's, a, it's part museum. You know, it's, there's stages all everywhere. Everywhere you turn, there's a different Star Wars actor or MCU actor on, on a stage. There's so much shit to buy people are going crazy buying stuff exclusives mm. buying mm-hmm. buying their their d23 exclusives and then they have heads. these and then they have all these incredible panels that these showcases they have a they did one they did three sorry they did four really big ones they did one for disney movies which was animated live action and pixar that's mm-hmm. where they uh they showed the little mermaid trailer everyone is really um, happy with really happy about <laughs> Uh, that was the first day. The second day was the uh, the 
Lucasfilm, MCU, and 20th Century panel, but the only 20th Century thing there was Avatar 2, mm. uh, which was incredible. It ended the show. We all put on 3D glasses, and we watched, like, five scenes from the movie. Mm. In order, or was it, like, random? No, like, five random scenes. Oh, mm. okay. I was going to say, you were in the same room with Harrison Ford. Yes, Harrison Ford got on stage. He cried. Yeah. Everybody stood up. It was mm. the only time everybody stood up. Was when Harrison Ford. This thing was three hours long, <laughs> oh my and uh, yeah, it was it, it was kind of brutal at times because it had a really clear like format. It was like, here's a a Disney Plus show, here's the whole cast, and here's a thirty second trailer, and we just did that mm. for three hours. Wow. But when Harrison Ford came out on stage to talk about playing Indy for the last time, he was brought to tears. We all stood up. Uh, incredible. It's wild how much more it's it's wild how much more he cares about that character than Han Solo. I heard I heard that when he found out some other actor wasn't talks to play Indy, he like called them up and threatened them. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. He got asked about it on um I think it was Chris Pratt, wasn't it? Yes. He was on like a t- talk show and he got asked about somebody else playing Indy and he was like I tell him it's not going to happen. <laughs> when I die, Indy dies. Uh, the trailer so, was amazing, uh, and then he was like, I'm so happy I can tell you that this one is really good. <laughs> it was really sweet, uh, like, compared to how we promoted Star Wars, where you could tell he did not give a fuck compared yeah. to this. It's, it's quite sweet. Yeah. yeah, and then at the end he was like, I'm just so happy to be here, maybe for the last, and then he stops himself, and then everybody is like, no, no, and he's like, I'm not falling down for you people ever again. <laughs> uh, okay, then, then the other two panels were the Disney Parks one, where they showed everything that's going to be changing at all the Disney Parks around the world. Lots of cool stuff there. And then, of course, the Disney Marvel Games Showcase, which mm. we should get into. Yeah. Because uh, there was a lot of friggin' video games there, y'all. Mm. Yes. Um, Jade, I interrupted you bringing up Harrison Ford, but you were asking about whether they showed the underwater stuff from Avatar. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Let's talk about Avatar. Did they show the underwater bits? Uh... Okay. All right, I saw five scenes. I saw about 15 minutes of Avatar 2. Uh, it was pretty amazing. James Cameron, like, video called in, so it, we just saw his giant floating head up on stage. <laughs> and then they brought out the whole cast, Zoe Saldana and that guy that doesn't have a name. He'll never have a name to me. Sam Worthington? Jake That's Sully. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Sigourney Weaver and all of them. The main and then they brought out they brought out the young cast because there's lots of kids in this one. They brought out the young cast, but they didn't speak. They just like brought them out and was like, look, <laughs> look upon we got, them. We got these kids. Uh, and then they passed out 3D glasses to the whole to all 2,000 people. Wow! Oh my god, that must yeah. have taken ages. And no, they had just they passed one to every single row, a box of them to every row. Yeah. So these are new glasses. These are keep the this is Dolby 3D. No, we traded the glasses for an Avatar poster at the end. Oh. Mm. Um, but yes, so these are new. They are interestingly red and green tinted. Oh, like uh, old times. Like old times, yeah. But they don't have they don't have to darken the screen anymore. 
Remember oh, how right. 3D movies yeah. were always so like dim and dull? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, this looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you get the the depth you get the the pop out stuff you get the depth that 3D movies do really well but you also get like the super high dynamic range like it just yeah the like the colors and the lighting it just looks better than ever um yeah so i saw is, i saw a few scenes what were you going to say is that the way that uh, the avatar re-release is being shown is with that kind I of thing no i assume okay. so because yeah. yeah i assume it will be but um yeah um Oh, oh, and most importantly, you don't get that weird distortion if you tilt your head. Mm. Uh, that's what we used to remember from 3D glasses. You, you do remember that? Yeah, that's what you, I used to get yeah. all the time. You just give me a headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you mm. if you kind of start to like go off access, it, it would mess the whole thing up. Not anymore. Mm. Mm. Not anymore. Uh, the underwater stuff looked amazing, Jade. Yes. Uh, I... I do got to say, though, you know, Sigourney Weaver is playing their daughter. Mm. Oh, that's and weird. And it is as weird as it seems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, it, she... But they're all... The kids are blue people, right? They're Navi. There's one kid that is human in it. The rest okay. of the kids are Navi. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Sigourney and is playing a Navi kid. Sigourney's playing a Navi teenager. The rest of the teenagers are played by young people. Okay. So when she speaks, she's doing a teenager voice. Sort of. Mm. Still sounds like Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you'll get used to it. If there's one mm. thing you can say about Avatar, it's immersive. Mm-hmm. But watching these scattered scenes, I was like, huh. That uh, that girl sounds like an old woman. Yeah. <laughs> Man, James Cameron is weird. Yeah. I, yeah. I think the guy makes some of the best action movies ever made but like he's a weird dude he has i mean like i feel like anybody who's sort of like a singular filmmaker is gonna have their stuff that they do that are weird but him like like generally like being like avatar is where i'm telling all my stories for the rest of my life is sort of a weird decision (laughs) yeah but then also that the the thing with sigourney playing their daughter is also a micro weird decision that sort of reminds you that he's kind of a weird dude yeah, totally. It sounds like he might bounce out, though. He might not even do five. Oh, He's really? doing three and four at the moment, right? Yeah, he might pass the torch for five, it sounds like, but we'll see. Mm. Um, and then I saw just tons and tons of Star Wars trailers and MCU trailers. All the Star Wars stuff was TV. I'm pretty sure it was all Disney+, Plus, but yeah. it was an hour of Star Wars Disney+, Plus stuff. Oh, mm. man. And then... Oh, and then as soon as the the MCU part started, Kevin Feige came out and he was like, "How come we never get to do a musical number?" Because they did they did during the the Disney films one, they did a big mm. production, uh, and then so they did the whole Broadway number from Hawkeye. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that looks weird. I still haven't seen Hawkeye, but there's a Broadway number in it. Yeah, the Hawkeye starts with spoilers for the Hawkeye show. Hawkeye starts with him taking his kids to Broadway to watch an Avengers musical. Okay, yeah, I feel like I saw maybe screenshots from that or something. Yeah, they brought all those actors, all those singers, and did the whole musical number from the show in front of us. Wow. Like, yeah, it was incredible. Um, Best trailers I saw were Secret Invasion, 
because mm. uh, Sam Jackson is just like the lead and it's his like paranoia political thriller. It looks mm. really cool. Um, and then, uh, the Marvels, the Marvels looks mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, that it is... revealed stuff about the end of Miss Marvel that like mm. surprise twist ending at the end of Miss Marvel, the trailer yeah. like Im- immediately picks up from there and okay. was very, very surprising. Who all is in the, um, the Marvels? Is it Brie Larson? Um, yeah. Tiana it... Paris. Is that her name? Um, is that the... not Carambo? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then yeah. and I forget Kamala. her name, but yeah, yeah, the girl that plays Kamala Khan. Yes. And and Sam Jackson. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um that trailer was really fun. That looks good. Uh okay. All right, video games now. Mm. Well, like I said, big okay. show. We got a whole lot to cover. Um let's just run through it in order. Uh, starting with Tron Identity, mm. Tron li- hashtag Tron lives. Who's hype? This is the Mike Bithel game. Yes, this is a okay. Bithel game. Um, Bithel, uh, best known for what, Thomas was alone. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah and, and then like Subsurface Volume. Circular. Subsurface Circular. Yep. Uh, he a couple of VR games like Ark Smith. And then, as you mentioned in your write-up of this, John Wick Hex is the only yes. licensed thing they've done. Yes, John Wick Hex. Uh, I interviewed him after the show. Disney came to them, said, you want to make a game? Do you want to make a Tron game? Mm. Which is kind of interesting. They mm-hmm. they looked at, looked at Bethel and said, you make a good Tron, and hopefully that's true. Uh, this is kind of a visual novel, choice-based, got some puzzles. He said, think like, uh, Subsurface Circular or the sequel. I can't remember what it's called. Quarantine but, or Subsurface Quarantine? Subsurface is that what it's quarantine? called? I think so. I think so. Yeah, think about that, but like taken to the nth degree or whatever. So um, mm. it's got a cool story. If you like Tron, I think that they're going in a good direction. Um, we haven't really seen gameplay, but they put up a bunch of art for it. And the this was this opened the show, and it was just a really short like reveal. Didn't show much, mm. but yeah, Tron Identity. Um, yeah, there's a Tron roller coaster opening in Magic Kingdom too. So, mm. yeah, we're back in our Tron era. Yeah, are they? I wonder if they're getting ready to do another to try another Tron movie. It sounds. I mean, like, it sounds like they have, or maybe a Disney Plus show. Honestly, like that might be the right route for Tron. It's the 40th anniversary this year. They did a big okay. Tron panel at D23 with like the VFS VFX artists and stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it. I know that neither of those movies were big um, box office successes. Right. But um, there's, you know, there's so much iconic about iconic things about them. I think it's worth trying again. Right. I mean, if they do another one with the director of Tron Legacy, they can say from the director of Top Gun Maverick. Because Joseph Kaczynski directed right. Tron. That was like his first big movie. True. So that would be cool. Yeah. I've never seen a single Tron movie. I know nothing of Tron. I, I think you would like it, actually. You you like Blade Runner, right? I do. I love Blade Runner, yeah. Yeah, this is nothing like Blade Runner. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, no, I think gotcha. I think there's there's connective tissue. If you're the kind of nerd that likes Blade Runner, you probably like Tron, too. Tron Legacy is a gorgeous yeah. movie. It's not a great it movie. It is. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, I should yeah. watch that. Okay, I think they're both uh, on Disney Plus, right? For sure. Okay. Yeah, for sure they are. Uh, they're both in Kingdom Hearts, George. They are. Both iterations of Tron. Trying to wake Kingdom up my Hearts. boy. Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> eh? That's my trigger word. Let's go. Disney Illusion mm-hmm. Island? Oh, that woke me up more. Fuck Kingdom Hearts. Hell bro. yeah. I didn't say that. I didn't say fuck Kingdom Hearts. But <laughs> okay, so this Island is... Yeah, is go the ahead. the Rayman Origins game. It's the Rayman game that Ubisoft just won't make anymore. Like, it looks sick. So I talked to uh, AJ, the... CEO of uh, Dalala for a while about this one. Um, and yeah, so this is from the Battletoads team. Mm-hmm. And they were making a Mickey game with Disney Publishing years ago before mm. they shut that whole thing down, before Disney Games shut down. Mm. Uh, and so while they were on Battletoads, once again, Disney called them up and was like, hey, do you want to make a, another Mickey game? Um I think it's really cool, especially this showcase really shows all how diverse Disney games can be now and how mm-hmm. Disney is actively looking for interesting developers to work with, you know? Yeah. For like target in a targeted way. Like you do yeah. this well, you should do this kind of Disney game. Yeah. So um, yeah, this looks great. This is a co-op four-player platformer and it is... Uh, it is Metroidvania style, so the, it's oh, one wow. it's one connected world. All the different levels all are all part of one big map, and you will get upgrades that allow you to access new areas. And um, it looks like it's in the Switch, though. It's only on Switch, and it doesn't mm-hmm. have online. It's only local co-op. Oh wow! It looks yeah. like it's in the style of those Disney, the Mickey shorts that they've done. Recently, the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse, the best yeah. era of Mickey Mouse. Really ever. similar, yeah. Not connected though. Just that's okay. just a a key influence. But oh, all all connected. Mickey. No, it's not connected to the to the Mickey Mouse shorts. That's weird because it's the same voice cast as well. Same personality as well. I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's same same vibe. It's the same voice cast because it's always been the same voice. It's been those same actors since the eighties or whatever. Like, like, yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, and yes, same same vibe for sure. But it, he said AJ says that he's pulling from all Mickey Mouse stuff and even the games because the name is Illusion Island, which is an illusion to Castle the other illusion. illusion. Yeah, Castle Illusion and what's the other mm. one? Return, uh, to... Return to Castle. <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe <laughs> Illusion World. I don't remember. Mm. They did a couple of them. But um, yeah, yeah, this looks sweet. Uh, he said there, there's like 30 minutes of uh, cutscenes that are like spread out throughout the game, and they're all like in that cool Mickey Short style. I love mm. the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, aside from the four Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy, it's all original characters. Oh, the cool. villain and everybody else you meet. Yeah, all new characters. I, know, so I think. Yeah. It's. Like I say, it ju- it just reminded me very much of those early trailers for Rayman Origins. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably we've talked about Eric. It's probably similar more to New Super Mario Bros. U, considering the four player, not online, Switch exclusive sort of vibe. He, but yeah, he said it's really about the mobility and the exploration, but that it has some Metroidvania in it. Definitely the highlight of the show in for me. It. This was this was it. Looks great. Away. Yeah, looks super fun. 
Um, okay, let's run through some stuff. We had a new Marvel Midnight Suns trailer that comes out in December. Finally. December 2nd. Yep, they revealed the release date. This was originally meant to come out in March, and then it got delayed, and then it got indefinitely delayed, and now it's for sure coming out in December. Hopefully. Mm. <laughs> Did you interview Jake Solomon? I interviewed Jake Solomon, and I interviewed Garth DeAngelis uh together they were really fun to talk to you together um i've interviewed jake solomon before actually before the game was revealed oh okay um, cool he he told me about it uh oh. so um i yes i'm super pumped for this this is gonna be i think that there's some some kind of casual marvel fans that are gonna be a little turned off though i i will say yeah. because this is a 60 hour big rpg mm. and they're they're telling me that uh, like when you max out a character and you unlock their Midnight Sun ability, it's like their big alt. They're telling me that maybe you'll do get two or three by the time you finish the sixty-hour game. Oh, wow. There's okay. there's thirteen characters, and they're saying you're gonna have to play if you want to see everybody's, if you want to max your friendship level with all these characters and see their their them at their highest power. You're gonna have to play this game. I don't know four times. Mm. And then post launch, they're adding four more characters. That seems like great news for people that love tactical RPGs and people that only want to buy like one or two games a year. And yeah, you're right that for like a Marvel fan who just wants to see all of the content in there, it's going to be. Yeah, I think for Firaxis fans, like for XCOM fans, this is what mm. they expect. This sounds like XCOM 2 levels of depth if you want to get yeah. into it that deeply. They say it's the biggest game for Axis has ever made. So mm. yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it does look good. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, like... they they've been doing on their YouTube channel. They've been doing character deep dives for all. They're not finished with the whole roster yet. And in fact, there's a character they haven't revealed yet. And they're they oh. said they're not going to. They'll, you'll find out oh, when you okay. play, or people oh, will find cool. out. That's yeah, cool. mostly you expect Spider Man, Captain America, Doctor Strange. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but yeah, Wolverine's in it. There's some people you definitely wouldn't expect, like uh, Magic and uh, Nico from The Runaways. Mm. Um, yeah, looks awesome. The The main character is the hunter, and it's a total OC to customize however you want. <laughs> Pick your powers. You can summon a demon dog <laughs> to fight for you. It's also card-based. It's a wild mm. game. I'm excited for this, honestly. Like, Hearing you talk about it is making me think I could really go for a big, like, tactical RPG at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, and such a original idea. You know, XCOM is very, like, advanced through this building, or, like, get to point from point A to point B with this squad. And a lot of them are like that. And this is just, like, you're in a six-by-six here's your three heroes, clear it out or whatever. And they say there's lots of objectives and there's lots of variety in the missions, but it's very like skirmish battles, like mm. fast paced, high action, mm. um, which is like where the interesting strategy comes from, right? Not like which corners you take. I never felt like the like leapfrogging my units my, through a tactics game was ever that interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this looks great. Uh, we had a bunch of mobile stuff that I don't really feel like getting into. We had 
uh, we had like Mirrorverse, and we had the, the Speedstorm, and we had yeah. Strike Marvel Strike Force. Just a bunch of like fake predatory Guff. crap. Yeah, <laughs> stuff I wish stuff I wish Disney really was not doing. Mm. But there you go. Uh, Marvel Snap got a, a release date. This is October eighteenth, launching globally. Uh, this is the Marvel card game from uh, Second Dinner, Ben mm. Brode, the former Hearthstone director studio. Uh, I've been playing this for like three months. I've written about it a lot. I'm super into it. It's the, uh, for you non-card game players, I mm. think that you should pay attention to this one because the games are two minutes long and your deck is only 12 cards. Oh, wow. I don't it's, know if I knew that. Yeah, you take six turns total and you mm -hmm. you and the other player play simultaneously. The <laughs> board has three zones. You play your cards in whatever zone you want and whoever wins two out of three zones wins the game. It's mm. really short. It's really easy to put decks together. It's really easy to understand the cards because they're all Marvel characters. Like, you already know these cards and mm. their abilities match what you think they would do. Night mm. when you play Nightcrawler on the board, he gets to move to another zone. He gets oh, to that's cool. It's nice. it's all stuff like that. Gambit uh throws a card from your hand onto one of your enemies' cards and, and both of them get destroyed. Read. Mm. Like all of the stuff that they do is exactly what you think they would do. Um it's a really cool, cool really cool game. Yeah. It's in beta now or in early access now? It has been in beta since May. Um, okay. When the game comes out, it'll be pretty much towards the end of season five. Seasons are one month long. Mm, okay. Um, but also, it has no packs to open. You mm. earn cards through a really cool progress system where you you take the cards you have and you upgrade them. You give them new visual effects. Like you make them... Uh, 3D, you give them holographic backgrounds, and every time you do that, you increase your collection level, and as your collection level goes up, you unlock new cards. Mm. So, the cards you get, you get them in a random order, so everybody has different cards, which kind of breaks the idea of, like, a meta, where you're, you have to build, you know, the deck that's the most powerful. You can't do that, because everybody's got different cards, and you mm. can't buy packs. It's not ran that kind of, like, random money sink. So it's doing a lot of stuff different from other card games. I think it's really cool. And it's something that you wrote about is how responsive the team has been when they've been criticized for certain things. What was the thing that you wrote about that they, they were super swift to respond to? Yeah, they put in a they put in a loot box. Okay. Uh, where you they put in a loot box that had new cards and you could only get them from the loot box and you only had like a 1% chance that they would drop because the rest of the stuff mm. was like cosmetics and credits and stuff or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and people got mad and two weeks later they took it out of the game. They said, we're not doing loot boxes. They gave everyone their money back mm. and they said, we'll figure out another way to monetize. That 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 was a bad idea. Um, mm. And that's crazy, right? When does that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Basically, Never heard I mean, anything like that. I feel like it's strangely like Disney properties that get that sort of pushback. Because the one other example I'm thinking about is like the brouhaha around um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 and the loot boxes on that, and how they like made that big decision to like completely remove loot boxes from the game like a day or two before it launched. Yeah, that I mean that changed the entire industry, didn't it? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they knew it was like loot boxes and yeah, triple right. games. Yeah, that was the big breaking point because earlier that year there had been, I think it was that year there had been Shadow of War, which also had a lot of that stuff, oh, and God, it had yeah. sort of been building and building until that point, and then that was sort of the breaking point for the whole industry. Which, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes things change for the better, and that seemed like one of the you know positive changes that we've seen right. in the industry in the past few years is the move away from loot boxes. Yeah, I guess that what makes this significant is that it's a mobile game. Mm. Right. And that's you know, like that, their whole business model usually. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we saw new Alien Dark Descent. I know that we're gonna have a really long show, so I'm just gonna keep moving. Uh we saw yeah, the top down alien game. We actually saw a bunch of gameplay. Um, I think it's also a tactics game. I think it's turn based. Mm. Um, I couldn't tell from what's it, but yeah, that's my kind of shit. Mm. Uh, there was a small section about both Avatar games. We actually saw a bunch of gameplay for the mobile one, which surprisingly is also first person. Oh, really? Ye- what? It was a shooter. Yeah, I'm pretty. It's like PUBG. It looks like Avatar. No, no, you're you, right. You're right. It's a third-person shooter. Yeah, yeah, but you can transition into first-person down sites. Right, 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 right. Mm. It's a yeah. What is that a one competitive called? Mo- That's called Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Oh, I was thinking that was the name of the the big open-world one. That's something of am tomorrow. I, am I mixing them up? Oh god, I can't. I remember. don't know. I might be confused. A- oh, I'm sorry. The mobile one is called Avatar: Reckoning. The okay. Ubisoft one is called Jeez. Frontiers of Pandora. Pandora. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Avatar Reckoning is a third-person shooter MMORPG. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and mm. then we didn't see much of Frontiers of Pandora, and it also wasn't in the Ubisoft showcase, was it? No, it was no, all old footage, too, in Disney. It was more of a reminder that it exists. Yeah, they announced that one too early, didn't they? Yeah. That's a shame. Uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga is getting a like a complete edition. I forget what they're actually calling it, but um, it's getting more DLC characters, uh, including Cassian Andor, Reva, and Captain Rex, and they're putting out like a complete edition that has all the different DLCs. That was quick. Very quick. Yeah. Um. Return to Monkey Island was included in this, which was very cool to see. Mm. Yeah, that's that out good. in five days, I think. That's out very soon. September nineteenth. Oh, really? yep. Wow. Yeah. I was not realizing uh, it was out that soon. This is not published by Disney or anything. This is being published by Devolver, uh, and obviously developed by the original Monkey Island creators. Um, but Disney owns the IP because it's Lucas. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Right, yeah. So they included in this. That was very cool. Uh, Gargoyles is getting a remaster. The SNES Gargoyles. Cool. They didn't show never, it, but... I never played that one. Was that a um, side-scroller, like a bunch of the Disney cartoons? Yeah, it was very ducktails okay. similar to that. Yeah. I, I loved Gargoyles as a kid. So they've already done Jungle Book, Lion King, Aladdin. They did the Afternoon Collection that had DuckTales and that kind of stuff. They did Castle of Illusion a long time ago, and now they're doing Gargoyles. And mm. I think that might be it for... I could, I'm could. i probably wrong, but 
Them, I... yeah, de- def- there's definitely like a billion others. You think there's more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was like that Steamboat Willie game. Is that oh, Castle that's of a Illusion? really good one. I love that. That's one of the first games I've ever played. Yeah, um, same. I played that on Sega Genesis. Wild Adventure or something. It's fantastic. Really hot game. Oh, what's that called? Uh, Mickey Mania? Yeah, it's Mickey Mania in the US. Something else. Uh, oh, okay. Um, Steamboat Willie in the UK, it looks like. Or maybe the Timeless called, uh, Adventures Mickey, of Mickey Mouse. Mickey's Wild, Mickey's Wild Adventure is what it's called. Okay. Such a good game. Oh, nostalgia. Uh, then they showed that there's a Toy Story World coming to Disney Dreamlight Valley. Has anybody been playing that? Yeah. I haven't checked it out yet. I've been cleaning my garden. Should, we, like should we bother? Uh, it it's very cynical game loft bullshit. Like mm-hmm. earn currency, finish challenges, clean your garden. It's it's fine. I don't think it's great. I think you need to pay mm. for a lot of the worlds after you've bought it anyway, because it, it mm. asks you to pick a world, and I picked Wally. And I think the other choices were Moana or Matatui. But beyond that, oh, I think you need wrong. to buy other stuff. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but no, it what seems was the last okay. One you said? But... Moana and what? Ratatouille? Oh, Ratatouille. I thought you said mm. Matanui. Like Bionicles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now that would be a game. We'd be having a very different conversation. <laughs> yeah. But no, it seems okay. It's very cynical in how it tries to be wholesome. Mm. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Maybe we'll come back around to that. Uh, there were two big announcements to end the show. Two things I'm very excited about. Uh, as we know, about a year ago, um, Amy Hennig's new studio called Skydance, right? Skydance mm-hmm. Media? Skydance yes. Media, yeah. Uh, revealed uh, that it was working on a Marvel game. We now know what that Marvel game is. Uh, kind, of. <laughs> kind of. We don't know the name of it, which is crazy. Who announces yeah. a game without a title? Yeah. Except the What's... sequel to Breath of the Wild, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> So this is Captain America, Black Panther team up in World War II. So this would be T'Challa's grandfather and obviously Steve Rogers, Mm. Um, as well as two other non-superhero heroes. One of the Howling Commandos and a new character who comes from uh, Black Panther's country sorry somebody help me out wakanda wakanda and another she's been in she's been in the comics i can't remember her name really okay she's the queen alongside um child's grandfather okay so this is somewhat based on uh flags of our fathers which Mm. has a the same premise it's a very good comic book uh so the trailer that we saw was very conceptual no gameplay or anything we don't even know the name of it um and as far as gameplay uh henning said if you've played my other games you'll know what to expect uncharted Mm. uncharted specifically (laughs) yeah 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 uh what do you think george this seems like something you'll you'll definitely play um i i definitely think it's a interesting sort of location and time period i think that's quite unique for a for a marvel game uh i feel like it's pretty ballsy to say Here's this thing we're making with no title, no gameplay, no indication. It's got to be anything. years away. Yeah, it's going to be ages yeah. away. What right. bothers me is that Amy Hennig 
like is most well known for the writing on Uncharted, but I feel like that's going to be, you know, you're you're doing characters that are already established, right? Like, mm-hmm. like Steve Rogers has a personality that's pretty established, pretty well known, and so does, um, like the child's grandfather. So, is Amy Hennig going to be able to give like a her own take on these characters? Or is it just going to be how they always are, right? Hmm. That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, it remains to be seen. I, I sort of I, just want to see Amy Hennig be able to finish a game. You know, like it sucks that she has had all these games shut down, or like she was the one that was working on Uncharted Four and then left. Naughty yeah, they Dog, scrapped, right? they scrapped then, two years of her work, and then Druckmann yeah. came in and redid it all. Right. Yeah, and, and then, then she they was at EA trying to do Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, with Visceral, and then that got canceled. Mm-hmm. Here she is. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Hope hope this one gets across the finish line. It sounds like a cool concept for sure. Definitely sounds like a cool concept. There, the other rumors were that it was going to be Fantastic Four. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. definitely hoping for that. Um, I think in we'll, retrospect, I we'll... I now am. Now I'm like, oh, maybe I would have liked that more. Um, when the rumors came out, I was like, oh no, this would be super interesting and. You know, more unique. Now I'm like, uh, maybe just feed me what I want to have. <laughs> Give the slap. boy his IP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the last one from this showcase was Marvel World of Heroes, which is Niantic's oh yeah take on Marvel. Yeah. So as with any Niantic trailer, they didn't actually show us the game. They showed us how it feels to play the game. Yeah. How uh, it feels to chew five gum. <laughs> I, uh, I talked to uh i talked to the executive producer um phil hong he comes from F- future fight i believe uh he's been at disney for forever representing marvel and lucas and everything in the asian regions uh, and I believe he led the Future Fight team, and then this studio is actually the one that Niantic bought in L.A. This was the team that made Strike Force. Okay. So a lot of Marvel mobile uh, energy coming into this. Definitely gave me some heebie-jeebies about uh, monetization because I think both Future Fight and Strike Force are extremely mobile, if you know mm. what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, uh and of course i asked him and the basically it was like pokemon go makes a lot of money strike force and future fight make a lot of money and we're going to be somewhere in between those two in terms of how we monetize we're looking right. to find the balance yeah so you know definitely that makes me nervous but i don't think niantic is going to let one of their games be a goddamn slot machine yeah it, um but the premise is I, really cool yeah go ahead i was just gonna say has niantic had anything that was successful since pokemon go i was just like looking at the rundown of what they've developed since then and it was the harry potter game and that shut down in 2020 that shut down this year mm, like correct and po- pokemon go seems like the only thing that is still i mean pikmin bloom came out last year yeah pikmin is is currently happening. It was during the Nintendo Direct they mentioned it, right? It's been out for mm-hmm. almost a year. Um, 
I don't know the financials of Pikmin Bloom, but I would assume it doesn't really matter. I mean, who is there anything that makes more money than Pokemon Go at, at this point? Right. Like, it's not, it's not still like the top of the charts on It's mobile, insane. Yeah. yeah. It, that, it's crazy how much money that game makes. They can start as many projects as they want and they can all fail and it'll still be fine. Like, Go, that, Go will bankroll them forever. The mm. thing that was really wild to me about Pokemon Go was when at some point in like 2019 or 2020, I saw that Pokemon Go had had its most successful year, like in t the year that year or the year before. And it's like everybody thinks of it. I mean, people like casual crowd thinks of it as like, well, it was out in 2016. Everybody was playing it and then it sort of fell off, but not in terms of money. Like, no, in and terms it has of monetization, it's only, too. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has more players than ever, too. That's wild. I mean, because it, it, it was such a cultural phenomenon and that visible aspect of it feels like it went away. So knowing that it actually is more successful is a real, you know, mind flop. Yeah. So this will be different in some ways uh, that you are playing your own superhero that you create and they are going a lot deeper into the character customization with this than, than Go has or any of the other Niantic games. That's a big focus for them is the way... Not only that you like model how they look and everything, but also as you progress and you get new powers and you get new gear, that is all reflected in your avatar too. So, uh, and then when you're playing with other people in the world, they get to see how cool you look. Uh, the other thing is that they're going deep into specific contextual location-based stuff. So for instance, you'll get a mission about a bank heist and it will be at a bank. Mm. I thought that was a pretty cool idea. Mm -hmm. um, depending on where you live, of course, that's kind of the problem with Pokemon <laughs> yeah. Go too, right? Because you like, live in a field, right? There's a field heist. <laughs> They're stealing the corn. Yeah, this <laughs> will. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is probably a long way off, but uh, that's it. That's the Disney show. You know what? A great, great show. Like mm. a lot of variety, some big surprises. Unfortunately, some mobile game trash, and that yeah, that doesn't mean mobile games are trash. That means these mobile games are trash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, a little something for everyone. Yeah, short and sweet. I feel like the Amy Hennig game is gonna be that Marvel experience for like you were talking about how Midnight Suns might turn off some casual gamers who are Marvel uh -huh. fans, but the Amy Hennig game seems like it will probably be right up those people's alley because it, yeah i mean if it's like what she's made it'll be like a third person narrative action adventure game and yeah that is a really those are designed to be easy to pick up and play so that'll be that's exactly be cool. what she said in in the interviews and stuff that the the real focus was like if you've never touched a controller before you can play this game this is truly yeah. the game for everyone i'm intrigued by it i just I know, I know. I'll end up being excited for it. It's just right now, it's so so early. It's so far away. Like, like you can what, tell. What's the point of getting excited now when we don't even what? know what it's called? George just the doesn't want to get hype. No hype. I know. No, no hype. You'll see. You'll my see my hype goodness. in in the upcoming games. All right, let's get to the next showcase. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about the Nintendo Direct. And we're back. You know what? I forgot in our last segment to talk about Disney Lore Arcana because it was not in the 
uh, game showcase. That was specifically a video game showcase. And Arcana is a trading card game. Mm. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, this is from Ravensburger, uh, the creators of Villainous, Disney Villainous, which is a very popular deck building game. Mm. Uh, okay, so Lorcana is coming out next year, and it's all it's it's the Disney trading card game that they should have made decades ago, right? They're going mm. up against Magic and Pokemon, and they're doing it Disney style, baby. <laughs> and they were selling the first set of cards at the show. Uh, they look incredible. Unfortunately, what they decided to do was to sell D23 exclusives. They're imprinted. They say D23 and first edition on the Mm. cards, and they only sold 300 a day for the three days. So only 900 of these things exist. So, you know, you can guess how that went. Hmm. Basically a bloodbath to get these cards, and now they're going for $10,000 or more on eBay. They were 50 bucks. How many did you get, Eric? I got more than one, and I really? get, I'm getting them into the hands of the people that need them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those uh, in need. I'm getting them to those in need, and I'm not upcharging them. So we, we can just leave it at that. Are you charging them? No. Okay. No, no, no. No, no that's um, nice. You're a real Robin Hood. Uh, you know what? There's some gamers out there that need to be taken care of. So if you did not get these cards, mm-hmm. keep in mind... These cards are printed in the first set that comes out next year. It's called Lorcana, the first chapter. It's going to be the base set. And the only difference is they won't have that D23 first edition stamp on them. And I know that's where all the money is. But they are, these are also have a exclusive holographic or holographic pattern. They, they also have a visual that's exclusive. They're pretty. So they're very pretty. They're very exclusive. There's only 900 of them. And they are worth a, a lot of money they're worth a lot of money unfortunately i i think that's important i think that's bad for the game but mm. it gets the hype you know people yeah. are hyped uh, unfortunately it attracts a lot of your nfts and the kind of people that made pokemon cards a nightmare throughout the whole pandemic right a lot of uh speculators and short-term investors don't be like that do it for the love of the game mm-hmm. that's what i say uh this is going to be huge it's of course it is right it's mm. it's a Disney trading card game. Too big to fail. Right. Yeah, it's going to be massive. And probably the most important thing about it is that they've got some real like TCG veterans designing this thing. Like mm. um, people that have made t- tons of successful games, worked out on Magic for years and years. Like they know how to make card games. So now, how pure are they keeping it? With as like a Disney thing, are they going to be focusing like solely on like? Like, I guess what I'm wondering is, do you think there will be, like, expansion packs that add Marvel and Star Wars characters and Pixar characters? Or is it is part of the pitch that it's just, like, Disney animation? I don't think they're going to do Star Wars. Well, I hope that they don't do Star Wars and Marvel, but I don't think that they will. They're not even touching Pixar to start. Yeah, with. okay. It is straight up classic Disney characters uh, and, and modern ones. Uh, in that In that first pack of six, Elsa... From Frozen okay. is one of the characters. Um, okay, so that's the that's the line that they're drawing is just Disney animation, nothing from outside of that. Just Disney animation, um, as far as we know. They are doing a lot of reimagining. Um, there are like classic characters, exactly like from the movie, but also 
some of them are have a little bit of a twist, like Captain Hook's in the first set, and instead of a hook, he has like a long saber mm. on his arm. That kind of stuff. Um, they're doing a little bit of reimagining. There's a Stitch card who's like rock star Stitch, mm. and he's got like Sick. a guitar and a like crazy hair. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm super excited about it. I I think we're and I think the gamer is going to be like pretty. Uh, we're going to get a lot of opportunities for root card reveals and first runs and that kind of stuff. So I think we're, we'll be like a pretty big source for it because we've got a few people that are excited about it. Our, yeah, Joe Parlock has a everything we know about Disney Lorcana article that you guys can check out if you want to know more about this, where it goes into some of the questions that I asked, like does Disney Lorcana have Pixar, Marvel, or Star Wars characters and other stuff that you might be wondering. Yeah. And if you follow TCGs, you already know Joe, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's our tabletop editor, but he's been doing, he's been covering magic and other TCGs for a really long time. So, right. We got experts. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's actually talk about what we're here to talk about the Nintendo Direct. It's been a long time since we had a Nintendo Direct. We've had minis, we've had partner showcases. Yeah. But have we even minis. had a Direct this year? Is this the first one we've had this year? I think it might be. I think so too. I think we've had like, yeah, yeah like you say, Was partner it? showcase and mini ones, but this is the first proper. There one. was like, yeah, there was like that Splatoon one earlier this year, right? But I don't know if that counts. So, uh, I get, I get, it's not, it's not what I call it. It's not what we're talking really. about. Yeah, we're right. Showcase. We're talking about talking the games, about? right? Uh, there was so much friggin' stuff in this, and if I'm being honest, a lot of it blended together for yeah. me. Uh, a whole lot of uh, Japanese Too RPGs, a, a whole lot of, lot of life sim stuff. Yeah, so forgive me if I say a title and then nobody knows what it is, because this was a 43-minute 40, showcase, and at least half of it, I think, was the same game. <laughs> sorry sorry but let's let's get into it so we started with fire emblem engage mm-hmm. the pepsi Colgate protagonist <laughs> <laughs> but no it um, looks great <laughs> it does look great this leaked a long time ago and nobody thought it's it was been real. finished for two years they've just been sitting on it due to the pandemic yeah really yeah so is this not i mean it obviously is not a direct sequel to three houses but is it like it's the next main entry fire emblem essentially right do you think none of them are will... direct sequels no right? there's no this yeah, one no fire as a mechanic where you summon classic characters as like in battle and maybe form relationships with them but it's not oh so that's, that's this how... is it's like a multiverse fire emblem yeah yeah okay so that's how marth figures in it's not like a sequel to any of the other games that marth has been in yeah Okay. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, it looks hype. I I loved the 3DS Fire Emblems, and as they got more like dating sim, life sim, I really fell off. They got horny. Yeah, I assume they're still they're gonna keep that because they they've just been getting more more popular. This one now. Yeah. Yeah. Not for me, but (laughs) definitely for (laughs) Jade. Uh, I don't have this. I just realized my list is not in order. Um, so let I'm just gonna talk about some random stuff, I guess. Okay. Uh, there was a Xenoblade Chronicles three expansion pass. 
reveal. Yeah, like the cyborg character or something. A robot girl no named Ino. Eno? Ino? Mm. What do you, what do you think about that, Jay? <laughs> oh, what game is this? That's miles away. <laughs> we're talking <laughs> about we're talking about Xenoblade. Oh no, she looked weird. I didn't like her design. Like she looked mm, weird. The wrong kind of anime. I don't. The mm. costumes look nice, but that new character, I'm like, oh, I don't know, don't know, mate. She kind of looks like a bionicle. Oh, see, when you put it that way, <laughs> <laughs> she come from Matanui. Like that would be nice. Uh, Can we go to Matanui and see the like chronicles? Uh, yeah, there was a fitness boxing game called Fist of the North Star, which is a very funny title very to me. Clever. That is yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a Splatfest trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Not much to say I mean, there. I, like, I, I love Splatoon. We've talked about this before, but like, mm-hmm. Splatfests are what they are. Um, that was yeah. a lame first. They're like, oh my god, here comes the first expansion. theme. And it's like, oh, it's a desert island. It could have been like something cool, like. What Nintendo franchise your favorite? <laughs> Which dead Nintendo franchise do you think we should keep ignoring <laughs> next? Shit, Disney Club. They should. They should use these to actually survey people. Nobody cares if you like ketchup or mustard. Yeah. We need to know <laughs> whoa, if you whoa, want F-Zero or Donkey Kong They should do ketchup, yeah. mustard, mayonnaise. So that's, that's... <laughs> the sequel known as <laughs> uh, Octopath Traveler 2. This looks good. Mm-hmm. More variety than the last one in terms of the character designs anyway. Yeah. I yeah. fell asleep during the split. I was just like... Eh. Seeing that yeah, made me PG realize land. how. What did you say, George? Sorry. I was, I just it felt like a lot of this direct blended in. Like Eric said, I was I wasn't a massive fan of this direct. Yawnsville, um, am I right? There was some <laughs> really good stuff there, like the, separated, but all together it was like the weebs mm. are eating good. We are. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm full. full. This... <laughs> <laughs> to the brand we said it before. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing Octopath made me realize how completely that aesthetic has sort of taken over in a certain like size of JRPG since the first one released. You know, we saw it in Live Alive earlier this year. Yeah, and Triangle me, Strategy. Me, me. True. And the, yeah, yeah, and the, Triangle Strategy. Yeah, they all are by those... the same visual team. Yeah, mm, it's all. It's a. It's a Square Enix style at this point, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Fay Farm. Oh, this is another farming game. This one looks very, fun. Very fun game. I just shrugged. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, far- farming. This is yeah with uh, local and online multiplayer. Uh, you know, farming. <laughs> farming. Um, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar. Line. Oh, mate. Yes, <laughs> I, I played about forty-five fucking hours of the last fit of Rhythm on my wow. 3DS, and that game is incredible. This game is going to be on my game of the year list. I guarantee <laughs> it. This game is going to so, be this one, over three hundred songs, three hundred eighty-five oh, songs. Yeah, yeah. with DLC, near, I think. Yeah, near DLC. It's got near. It's Man. got alive. I cannot mm. wait for this it's game. It's got Octopath. I when people say, were saying the direct was bad, I was like, oh, mate, you fucking... <laughs> I'm, I'm not, like, as massive a Final Fantasy fan as I am, like, Kingdom Hearts, obviously, but Melody of Memory was great, and... I this game's gonna rip. Games, like, Trust ten me, George. Times better. Yeah, I heard this is much Trust better than me. Melody was. Hmm. Oh, I played the arcade game in Japan. Anyway, carry on, Eric. What I'll instrument does Cloud play? The sword? I don't know. He plays the, the sword? sword. 
<laughs> I reckon he'd play the harp. The, Unenthusiastically massive, playing the triangle, that is what Plout does. <laughs> I feel like, well, like a cello is like the equivalent of the buster sword in the musical world, because it's a big-ass instrument. You can hang it's that like the, the buster sword is like a big variation on like a thing that's usually smaller, and a cello is like a big violin. So I feel Barrett like... Barrett would yeah, play like the synth or the drum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Rune Factory 3 Special... We're not just going to introduce new farming games. We're going to remaster the old ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the thing is the Rune Factory games have only gotten better, so it feels weird to bring back an old one. Mm. True. Yeah, and and Rune Factory 5 came out this year. Yeah, it runs like shit on Switch, but it's on PC now. <laughs> How old so is here Rune you Factory go. 3? Oh, yes, free. A, a DS game originally, is Rune it? Factory 3. Three, three. Oh. So 2009 is when it came out, it looks like. That would have been 2011 DS. in Europe, 2010 in North America. Okay. So yeah, it's worth the remaster, it sounds like. It's pretty old. A big NSO drop of N64 games. We're talking Mario Party. We're talking Mario Party 2. We're talking Mario Party 3. Both Pokemon stadiums, 1080 yeah. snowboarding, Excite Bike 64, Pilot Wing 64, and of course, Goldeneye 007. Bam. Yeah. I feel like until Goldeneye got announced, the thing that was most exciting out of that crop was 1080 snowboarding. That I, I could go for a good snowboarding, you know, game on the Switch. That sounds fun. I think I played the original. I forget. I get it confused with like the SSX games, but I think I played that one, and it was pretty fun. I have not upgraded to that tier of Nintendo Switch Online yet. Um, the, the release windows for these are bizarre because yeah, what do they need to do? Like drag a fucking ROM over File Explorer, and it's not <laughs> out I, I, yeah. I never get twenty twenty three. Like, come on, Nintendo! It's but crazy. No, it's so cool. It's that pilot pilot wings and the first two Mario parties are coming by the end of the year, and the rest mm-hmm. of those are sometime next year. Next bizarre, yeah. bizarre. It, it's great that these are on a service altogether, but like the fact that they're now like not even close to catching up to the Wii. It's never. Uh, I'd rather just have the virtual console back. Like, yeah, yeah, I really yeah, should have just done that. But Nintendo, they won't. Let's talk about the Goldeneye thing though, because this is so weird. It's It's coming to everything, right? So it's so it's there are two different games, and I think unless I'm confused, I feel like people are missing what what's happening here. So if you have Nintendo Switch Online, you get an emulated Goldeneye, Mm -hmm. the original Goldeneye. And it has yeah. online multiplayer. But right. separate from that, Rare announced that Xbox and Game Pass, of course, are getting the remastered GoldenEye with 4K graphics and yada, yada, yada. And it only has local co-op. Mm. So the story was like GoldenEye's coming to Switch and Xbox, but... It only has multiplayer on Nintendo. But these are two different versions of GoldenEye. It's not just the multiplayer thing. Like the Xbox right. one is a new version, and the Nintendo one is the original. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Confusing. Yeah, it's very confusing. It's just weird. It's weird timing. I feel like it wouldn't be that confusing if it wasn't happening at the same time. But it, right. it's the fact that both of these things are like coming out in the near future that makes it bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And and 
the Xbox GoldenEye not having online is just bizarre. There, I, mm-hmm. I don't understand how you can just sure, surely if one of the two consoles didn't have online, it'd be the one that's like got spottier. It'd be Nintendo, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Get, so give it to the people who aren't very good at online. That sounds mm. a really good idea. I know. Uh, okay. Various day life. This was a Apple Arcade exclusive. I'm pretty sure. I don't think this is a oh. new game. I think this came out like two years ago on Apple Arcade, if I'm remembering correctly. There was a bunch of stuff like that. They announced Factorio on the Switch. Like that game's like ten years old. Yeah. More factories. More farming. Yeah, so Various Day Life was a, in that launch window on Apple Arcade back in 2019 is when it originally came out. Gotcha. Is it good? I didn't play it. But All I right. feel like the people behind it are like fairly important in JRPG yeah, history. Yeah, they're from Traveler, Bravely Default people. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, right. Ib. I saw a lot of people freaking out about Ib. Ib? What? Did I miss this? <laughs> Is you this that, Ib? Uh, that, Ib? that crayon? Uh, it's 2D like an old school game. Flash game. Oh that shit, on, this actually looked good. I didn't realize it was on YouTube. Cool, like, PewDiePie played it in like 2013 or something. Oh wow. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, I could be a lie. I could be thinking of something else. No, you're right. It's a it. remake. It's a remake Ib. of a Japanese 2D weird game. And then we had a bunch of updates. So there was a Mario Strikers update. They're adding Pauline and Diddy. Uh, yeah. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is getting Wave 3. It will include Mary Mountain from Mario Kart Tour, Peach Gardens from Mario Kart DS. Fan favorites, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch Sports is getting Golf. Yeah, baby. <laughs> After golf. like two delays, it's strange how uh, this is taking so long. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Jeez. Okay. Uh, Pikmin Four. Yeah, yeah. Finally, I don't even like Pikmin, but it's just it's one of those like long-standing Nintendo. Please finish this and release. This game's it. been like, rumored for like nine years, it. and now it's yeah. finally coming out, which is nice. It is nice. And it looks, like, graphically, it looks like one of the best. It'll be Pikmin, baby. I'm ready. Miyamoto is still good for something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where the fuck was a Mario movie, Miyamoto? I want to see that. I don't want to see Chris it, but I wanted to Pratt. see it. I want to hear Chris Pratt's voice. I, Ruin I my life. To hear it. <laughs> I reckon that movie will be good, you know. It probably will be good, yeah. yeah. I think it the Minions be movies, film. for all the flack they get, they're not bad films. You take that back. Mm. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen a Minion movie, but, let's, you know. Let's continue. Just Dance 2023. Not yeah. coming to PS3 or Wii or anything. Fuck. Right. <laughs> We're finally coming to PSP. Not... Yeah, this is the We're first one not coming era. to Wii. Yeah. Yeah. The new aesthetic they got Wii. for this not is kind of cool. Wii. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I think yeah, they stopped I mean... on the Wii U before they stopped on the Wii. Yeah. Right. Um why aren't they just doing vertical thirty second dances that can go on TikTok? Shouldn't this just be the TikTok game at this point? I don't know why they have they should they could do a mode where you have to master TikTok dances. Can you imagine yeah. how good an idea that is? It's mm. a really good idea. It's a I really good idea, Jade. <laughs> we gotta figure out how to don't sell that it. to them. I well, feel like that would be like, like us. 
So we'll figure this out. I feel like, <laughs> like if they try to do TikTok, if they try to do TikTok dances, it would be like the COVID booster, where it's always behind the trend. You know, they like should do they the golf. To... That is the problem. Yeah. You do you know the golf dancing under the bridge? They should do that. Thomas Tank Engine version. Yeah, see that. Or the what's it? I can't. The golf. The golf dance. I'm trying to do it. We don't have a camera. But yeah, do that. Uh, Harvest Stella. This game, oh, we sl- we're slacking the farming games, but this is yeah. the only one that looks cool. It does. Only, it does only have because a cool it, style. It has a cool twist. No, because it's, it's a demo. It, quiet, George. Because it seems <laughs> there's also a non-binary option in the gender, which is cool. I like that. Oh, that's cool. But it seems is... it's Stardew Valley. But at the end of each year, the apocalypse shows up. Oh, we've like, seen this before. And like everything you do seems to factor into how you'll respond to the end of the world. And there's right. a, yeah. it seems to be a deeper battle system than you get in those other games. So it seems like it's got the farming shit, but it's also Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. It seems yeah, cool. It definitely, when they showed off the combat, it looked like full JRPG combat. It looks, not more, just... it looks quite involved, which is yeah. cool. There is a demo oh, of that. Sorry, right I fell asleep thinking about it. Well, it's okay, George. <laughs> All right, George, wake up. Bayonetta three. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, that's I'm more like it. Bayonetta fan. I, I like Devil May Cry more. But... Show me her feet. Now <laughs> I'm in. I played Eric, it. Eric, you got to play it. Yeah. Yes, my preview is up now. Oh, it really? is. I did not realize that. How was it, Eric? Uh, it was a blast. I'm super yes. excited. I'm so happy uh, to hear that. So the the new thing there's there's actually a, a a few new things in this. It's been ten years since Bayonetta two almost. It's crazy mm. to think, but Shit. Uh, the big new the new hook of Bayonetta three is that you Oops. summon demons to fight mm. and you control demons. them. They have their own control, like their own combos, their own moves. Mm. Uh, and while you are playing as the demon, Bayo is just on screen naked dancing around mm. mostly mm. That's, how she, that's how she goes uh <laughs> and she's but she can be hit still like she's still in the battlefield so you have to like fight with your monsters and also like position her so that she's safe and but you can also set up follow-up attacks so your demon hits them or stuns them and then you switch back to Bayo do a big hit, switch back to the demon, and it's all super fluid. You can just weave cool. the demon summonings into your regular combos. Like, it's How crazy. Similar... Like, you're pun- you do a punch, you make a demon jump out of the earth, you do a kick, you make the demon bite somebody. It's like, it's really cool how it really weaves together so well. Hmm. How similar is it to V and Devil May Cry who could summon, who could only, That's like, fight That's by a good summoning? Question. So, yeah, so V, I thought felt terrible to play like it's it's the same it's it's kind of the same idea except that v can't fucking do anything himself right okay so and bayo okay yeah so bayo has more than ever right she can she can also turn into demons Mm. she can transform and get new combos she has uh her all of her guns she has multiple weapons i played with this big like gun lance like a big axe that you hit people with that also shoots like a rail gun. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah. And so you're just weaving the demon in with all the amazing stuff Bayonetta can do. The problem was with V that V couldn't do anything. Yeah. Right. He yeah, was very yeah. passive. He just summoned stuff and you 
walked around and, and dodged. Helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this Different is so much more fun. At least, but like, yeah, this sounds much better. Yeah. yeah. How yeah, is her new is voice? Way more fun. You know what? I didn't even notice it was a new actress. I totally forgot okay. about that till you mentioned it. Because there's the theory that there's two bayonetters. This might be the younger one from the first game. Interesting. There's mm. two. There's a two playable characters. I didn't get to play. Is oh, it yeah. the biker lady who's really cool? Yes. Yeah. yeah I think her like name's her. Viola. Yeah, Viola. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get to play her. I got to play. Basically, I get to play through like a big combat section and a big action set piece where you're riding. Uh, his name's Gamora. You're riding one of the demons down a series of collapsing skyscrapers and then fighting mm. other demons on the rooftops of skyscrapers. It's yes. crazy. It's not better as fuck. Yeah. 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 The, it's, yeah. It's going to be rad. I think rad is the correct way to describe Bayonetta. Like, it's going to be extremely what it, the, All of the trailers we've seen thus far have been a bit gray. Is this similar or is it like a bit I more? I thought so. Yeah. You know what? It's. I think Switch games look bad. I mean, that's oh, not a yeah. hot take or anything. No, that's they, they look <laughs> well, worse than Wii U games. <laughs> I think Switch games look pretty bad, and this kind of looks bad. Play, yeah. play Kirby in the Forgotten Land. As long as it's good and runs at 60. Uh, it has a variable frame rate. Oh, fuck. It dips. <laughs> so, like, when, when I did that, I was talking about, like, sliding down the skyscrapers. Like, that's at 30. Hmm. So it'll bounce around, yeah. Right. I, I love it when exclusives just inherently make a game worse because of <laughs> console restrictions. I know. There's like, so many Nintendo games that would be better games on a different platform. Oh, agreed. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of games that come to Nintendo and become worse. For instance, uh, Resident Evil Village is coming as a it's cloud port. Resident Evil oh, Village cloud. <laughs> <laughs> cloud. October 28th, you can play the demo today. Uh, you know what? If you live in Damn. a place... <laughs> if you live in a place where you can use the cloud service and it works, like, more power to you. The rest of us can't. It's terrible. It's unplayable. I, I don't know. I, I, I knew it was going to be bad, and I tried Kingdom Hearts, and it was bad, and I'm never going to try it again. If, if you're in central Singapore, it probably works really well. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I was just going to say, like, at least, you, you know, like in some cases, like maybe it is a console lim limitation, but like when they've got the Witcher running on the Switch, like I think anything is kind of possible. Mm -hmm. I always say that, but we you wouldn't want to play before. any of these games on the Switch. No, right. I never would myself. It's a like... it's a gun to your head situation. You don't own anything right. else. You're going to play yeah. the Outer Worlds on this dog shit console. We've talked about this before, though. There's a difference between GPU intensive and CPU intensive games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so like the reason The Witcher can work is because it's demanding in a way that. Uh, other it's, games it's very right? optimized you can yeah you can fiddle with because people unlocked it so you could turn the graphics up in the debug menu and tank the switch they'd optimize it, it in a way <laughs> where, mm -hmm. it, where it it's not great but it's playable yeah mm. uh resident evil 7 2 and 3 remake are also coming all as cloud versions so no mm. no thank you you'll be able to play the four best resident evil games in the worst way possible mm-hmm yeah. <laughs> Wait, four? Oh, seven. Uh, yeah, seven, seven eight, two, two and three. three. Yeah. That's how I count. I guess it... I guess I didn't include four. 
I'm sorry for saying four is not one of the best Resident Evil games. Well, four is already, already on, on Switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Like free remake. A good not version in cloud format, right? On Switch. Yeah. Uh, okay, Sifu, yes. Crisis yeah. Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion Looks launching nice. December thirteenth. Play this not on Switch. Yeah, right before Christmas. Thank I you. urge you to play this on something other than Switch. <laughs> play it on a PS5 or something that runs it. Yeah, clean sixty. Radiant Silver Gun. This is a classic, mm. a classic uh, shmup. Uh, Endless Dungeon is coming. Also, probably actually, this might be fine on Switch. Endless Dungeon will be cool if you're Who's into that the again? Endless, Endless the Endless People, the Endless People. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That doesn't remember. help. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's I'm, I'm going to say O oh, so we don't research it too long. But. Uh, okay, uh, so many more. So many more. Tales of Symphonia Remastered. Yeah, yeah boy. baby. <laughs> oh, both of you. <laughs> got both of you on that uh, one. Yep. Uh. <laughs> Never played it, but I've always wanted to. Okay. I played a bit of it on game. I wrote about this yesterday about how a wonderful life and tales of symphonia were like two GameCube games that I like played a decent amount of, but never finished. And I am excited that they'll be on switch where I can also not finish them. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, life is strange. Arcadia Bay collection. Yeah, baby. This is life is strange remastered and life is strange before the storm. Mm-hmm. Those I mean, this would be okay on Switch. This seem like it's I don't. I don't like the way they bundle these games up. Mm-hmm. It, they're making it confusing for me. They weren't. Well, they were meant to come out much sooner, but they got delayed, and now they've just. Bundled they were meant them. to come out when Life True Colors did. True Colors. Came that out, also yeah. got delayed on the Switch. So oh, was, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Oh jeez. <clears throat> oh right. That reminded me. Midnight Suns is coming out on Switch, but it's delayed for Switch. <laughs> mm. I saw Hogwarts is coming out on Switch. That's going to run oh like God. Dog and Nia. That's going to run terribly on the Switch. Mm. Uh, Romancing Saga Minstrel Song Remastered. Beg your pardon. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you, you make some of those words up. <laughs> uh, Lego Brick Tales. This has been around for a while, but it's looks cute. It's great. Yeah, it's that was another one that was an iPhone Apple Arcade exclusive. I'm yeah, sure. uh, various day life. Was yeah, it? it's like various day life, right? Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Remake go. of an old game. <laughs> IP. He nah, this is not. You know what? This I'm looks gonna, great. Let, no, I'm, let me I'm, momentarily I'm gush about Kirby once more. Return to Dreamland. Um, so Forgotten Land was fantastic. But one of the problems I had of it is that each copy ability was like, it could do like one or two things at most. You can't really do much from them at all. They're very basic. But Return to Dreamland is a Kirby game I it's always wanted game. to play yeah. growing up. Because mm. like every ability has like five billion things it can do. Like they have full movesets. Um, and I never got to play it because I didn't have it on Wii. But Did you play wait. the 3DS ones, George? Uh, I played Triple Deluxe. I didn't play Planet. Robo-Bird, oh, Planet Rover, which is apparently really good. That's yeah. that's one that I've heard is good. Um, I'm up for them just bringing all of these to Switch. Like they should have just done it all in one collection, maybe. But you know, Nintendo. I love this. May be a very specific fetish. I love thick outlines. Mm. No, I I, I, I can fuck with that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. This it's yeah. the main reason I love the Mario and Luigi. I love RPG Okami. Games. Oh yeah, Okami for sure. Yeah, and Return to Dreamland's got them thick yeah. outlines. They boy. thicked it up. 
Hell yeah. Uh, this has a bunch of like, party game stuff in it, doesn't it? Yeah, party yeah, games. A lot, a lot of the Kirby games do. Um, okay. Some people really enjoy them. I, I've, you know, I'm not eight and have other You're things to do in my life, so I don't play them. <laughs> you are not eight years old. Not anymore. Why are you so cynical today? Where's Where's Happy George? Where's Yeah, yeah. Up, buddy. I think uh, yesterday. Rain just... code? You want to talk about? Oh, rain this code? looks cool. This oh, looks this cool. Is, yeah, yeah, baby. Wait, wasn't this on PlayStation? The Dangle Rob. It's a question mark here. Yeah, I thought this was a PlayStation joint. Wait, no, Raincoat was on the Switch one. Yeah, that was a was Nintendo it? one. It's yeah. a Danganronpa. Oh, yeah. that Danganronpa Persona, yeah. Oh, I found yeah. it. Okay, yeah, okay, you're right. This yeah, looks... like, sort of cool. a noir city, neon Danganronpa kind of deal. How does Danganronpa play? It's like, really know much Danganronpa's about. like, codename Kids Next Door meets fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, uh, <laughs> that's, that's the aesthetic. It's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like how does it visual, play? It's like, yeah, oh, it's like a visual novel. novel. Yeah. It's like a visual novel part of the time. It's like a first-person exploration game part of the that's time. Sweet. And then it is like... There's a bunch of mini games that you use in court, where it's sort of mm. like Phoenix Wright, but really heavy on, like, different mini games that you use to discover the truth that have nothing to do with like argumentation. Like you might do like a snowboarding mini game to like suss out the truth of something or shoot a bullet at something. Like it is very so Phoenix right, but better is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Oi, like, very... oi. <laughs> uh, we'll be having this. They're very different games. It's like very abstracted. Like Phoenix Wright's mini games have more to do with like what you're trying to figure out. And Danganronpa's really don't like, they're just mm. like mini games that, like, if you win them, you get what you need from that part of the investigation. Huh. But yeah, it's a mix of things. It's you know a little bit of walking sim, a little bit of visual novel, a little bit of like crime scene investigation, a little bit of like Mario Party mini games combined with Phoenix Wright. It's really a meets 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 game. Mm-hmm. They got the meat. Yeah, they got the meat. <laughs> Okay, uh, we saw some new front mission oh, stuff. Yes, they also please. revealed front mission three is coming too. So all, all three. I've always wanted to play these, but never have. They do look cool. Yeah. So front mission in November, front mission two next year, and front mission three eventually. Mm-hmm. Tunic. It's coming to Switch, baby. Why don't I? Ca- I do not care about Tunic at all. I think I just they just keep showing us Tunic, and it's like. They it's because they've made a big deal out. out of each port, and it's kind of yeah. made it a bit. Mm. Great. Tunic, September 27th. You can play it on Switch. Mm-hmm. I know people yeah. like it. I, I don't play it. I'm not shitting on it. I don't think it's bad. I just don't care. <laughs> but Eric, you can be a cute fox. I know. I know I'm already I a cute fox. Uh, I, had not, I hadn't considered that. Mm. Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. Oh, fuck off. Hey, hey, George. This, this is like what's wrong, George? one of the. Hey, what's this wrong, is, buddy? George, this is one of the good ones. It's one of the good <laughs> PS2 ones. It's not the I had dog to play the one that's one. like zero the Wii U one on the Wii sucks. U. That made okay. me actually just want to quit games altogether. These so ones are looking bad. This, this is but, good, like mid noughties J horror. Fine. Fine, I rescind my. It could still suck, but. Okay, well then I don't rescind my growing frustration. Yeah. It's there. In the sit effort. on the fence. Pull a Jeff Keighley. Ouch. Just sit yourself yeah. down. Uh, it Takes Two is coming to Switch on November 4th. Yeah, <laughs> baby! <laughs> 20 frames a second. 
Yeah. Uh, it takes two frames per second. Can't wait to see that book again. Do you want all your favorite games, uh, but they look and play worse? Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> Switch. <laughs> I want a remake of It Takes Two that just takes the book out completely. I don't want yeah, to see I that Lemon Lover ass Pepe Le Pew book again. Yeah, the writing no characters just just run around environments and have fun. Like, don't have a story because the story fucking yeah. sucks too. With, with each passing year, it's going to get more and more ridiculous. That this one game of the year, isn't it? Well, oh, I no, the thing yeah. is, I think that game rules. I just think the book is annoying and the story is kind of annoying too. Like, oh yeah, yeah from a gameplay yes, perspective, all the characters it's incredible, are very annoying. But mm-hmm. from a writing perspective, it's terrible. Like, yes, it's, yeah, it, it has a bad message at the end about like yeah. relationships. <laughs> Don't get no. Divorced. I like it. Parents should stay together for the kids, even <laughs> if they hate each other. They have to stay together for the kids. That is <laughs> that's how kids get married. To... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I, I rescind what I said. I had no idea about the child. Should be drowning that kid in the bathtub, like after the fucking <laughs> <shows. laughs> And finally, um. <laughs> and finally, the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Yes, this trailer. Oh this trailer made me sad in a really happy way because it looks incredible. There were tears in the kingdom. It's, there, well, it's there are tears definitely... in my kingdom, Andy. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> It is maintaining the melancholy of Breath of the Wild, right? That's mm. Yeah, that's why I love it. Except for fucking it. Jet Bomber now. Fuck yeah. Paper Blade, yeah. let's go. Some There's kind so of many, big, big so many juicy clues thing, right? in that trailer. Yeah, this it is looks just like... like Breath of the Wild is one of the best games I've ever made. I, I feel right. like. If you disagree, you played it wrong. That. Let's be real. <laughs> Eric, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, if Eric, if you quite like Breath of the Wild. I, don't know I do. I do. I, I, um, I he think... likes Breath of the Wild, but hates Elden Ring. I will say that I did every dungeon in Breath of the Wild. Mm. I I got wow. the I I got the classic tunic. I got the master sword. Like I finished the fuck out of that game. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do all the Korok seeds. Fair. I'm not. I didn't go that far. <laughs> um, but, but did yeah, you hear I, the great reward that you get for doing it? What well, is gold poop? Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Um. I I do like it a lot. I don't think it's in my top. 10 like i totally recognize that it's one of the best Wait, games top ever 10 made. zeldas no top like 10 top Adler. 10 games right i, I think you would hit my top 10 i think if i properly sat down and thought about it, it definitely yeah top 10. i think yeah, it's like number one or two for me i'm yeah, the odd one I'm out where people one. say like the storytelling in breath of the wild's weak but i think it's got the best story in like yeah, I, like I don't the think the other zelda games have particularly great storytelling as it is personally yeah. so i feel like maybe breath of yeah. the wild I, I would agree. But uh, this seems like just... it's building on that in re- some really fascinating ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, as, I, th- as I think it's definitely like, more interesting. But also the melancholy like... and all that stuff. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It has Speaking the vibes. Of... The first time I climbed to that mountain and saw that long dragon flying through the air, it took my breath yes. away. Yeah. Breath of the I think everybody has was... those moments with it, right? Like the I remember climbing to the top of one of the towers over the Gerudo Desert and then looking down and seeing like the elephant mech like stomping around down there and I was like, what is yeah. that? You know, like yeah. I feel like that is a game that really, really surprises you, you know. Yeah. One thing I think we play. can all agree on is that the Switch is gonna shit itself playing this. Yeah. Same yeah. engine same engine, it'll have the frame rate drops that Breath of the Wild one did, won't it? Exactly. Mm. Yeah, but now it's like a sky world and a ground world. Yeah, the Switch gonna, hardware just is just run. such a massive elephant in the room with every game we talk about. Like, it is. 
Like, do you it's think, hard to be excited about anything because I know it's going to run so bad. Do you think it's too soon for the Switch Pro to launch alongside Breath of the Wild 2? No, God, no. Please, it needs Please, to be. Please, I'm begging. Is, yeah, it's high time. It's been five years since the Switch, the regular Switch launched. And, like, in yeah. that time, like, there's been a new console generation that started. The Steam Deck is out and sort of eating the Switch's lunch for people that, like, want to really high-end portable gaming machine like nintendo should be thinking about putting out a new switch honestly like they're gonna get tears of the kingdom working on the steam deck in a week yeah Yeah. and like people mod the shit out of that game like like, maybe that maybe that's just how i'll play it yeah yeah i wouldn't blame you they got xenoblade working before it came out on the steam Deck. yeah Yeah, I don't think it's uh, too. It's not too late for Nintendo to announce that a Switch Pro is coming out at the same time as Zelda, though. Like, I would not that, rule that out. That's the perfect launch title too. I would buy a Switch Pro for Breath of the Wild too. Oh, yeah, I, would, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I for like, sure without would. question. I'll buy a fucking theme. Although, one. I just bought the Splatoon one. I'll yeah. fucking do it again. Just I, like, I'd I, buy a themed Zelda Switch. Oh my good lord! Did they announce? Well, the I did play Breath of the Wild the first time on the Wii U though, so I'm, it's not like it's impossible. Mm. Oh, so did I. Yeah, yeah, that's my way of it. I have a sealed so, I mean, copy of Breath of the Wild on Wii U. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what, what, what was good about this reveal, though? Um, I mean, we didn't see too much of it, but also the fact that they just came out and said the title, which I don't really have much thoughts on. It's just, you know, It yeah, was understated in the way it needed to be, I think. Yeah. Mm. But also a release date. Like I, I was in, I was in the car watching this on my phone as it got announced. Not driving, obviously. Um, <laughs> and I screamed. I was like, yes! And then like 10 minutes later, I was like, I mean, that's probably going to get delayed. <laughs> There's yeah. no point getting excited about release dates anymore. But tentatively, George, George, you have to be careful being excited in public in the UK right now. If anybody sees you True. expressing joy, it's straight to jail. Straight to jail. Especially if I say it's yeah. about Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, Tears uh, of the Kingdom. Right. What are you so excited about? The Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I was like, Her Majesty, Her Majesty has just passed. How dare you? <laughs> so the trailer starts with this like cave etchings, right? Yeah. That yeah. Seems to depict like some kind of war, maybe. And like some Skyward right. Like a ritual. I, and there's I, like, I got that vibe. Okay. There there's a figure with big long ears. Looks like a Jack mm-hmm. and Daxter to me. Mm. Uh but <laughs> who, is this thing? is this a villain? Like they they've got a big flowy thing and Can I can I can I pitch my theory? Tell me what you think. Yeah, I wanna hear it. Good. So so I wrote about this. I think in the very first trailer, they find Ganon's corpse underneath mm-hmm. Hyrule Castle, and it's emanating this green energy. And Link touches it, and the power transfers to his arm, and there's a hard cut to the Hyrule landscape, and it just shakes. Mm-hmm. We don't know what happens. My theory is that that awakens the sky world that we see, and that is potentially like an old temple or a civilization that Zelda's mm-hmm. ancestors sealed away. Mm. And they find it because the castle's free now and they're trying to clean everything up. And I think it will reveal where Calamity Ganon came from in this timeline. And possibly he was like a member of the civilization that's up there because we see two different types of links in the trailer. They're probably the same character, but there's so many little interesting clues there. Like Link enters Mm. a door in a temple at the end of the trailer which has the same insignia as the logo. So that makes me think the tears of the kingdom are not Hyrule, but whatever kingdom was left behind in the sky. That's my Ooh. guess. And mm. this actually, I, I don't know if you've seen this Jade. I, I feel like I, I should have, I should have shared it when it got announced, but someone has noticed that like in the first trailer we got, you know, when you see like link 
turn into that like blob and like float through yeah the ground there's like the scene before that there's like a literal tear like a teardrop raindrop thing dropping down and people are like oh that's mm. the tear of the kingdom yeah because yeah, I, like, I don't think ah. it's in hyrule i think it's whatever i i think ganon could possibly be a character in this but a sympathetic one like he's not going to be the villain mm. yeah I am hoping that when you get to the castle and the or the the kingdom in the sky, you start looking around, you find like Greek statues of like Benjamin Franklin and George Washington, and you realize that it's oh my God. from Bioshock Infinite, and this this is a sequel to Bioshock Infinite. This is where all the racists in High Rule were hiding. <laughs> but no, it looks incredible. Fuck anyone who says it looks bad and doesn't care. I would um. There, there's a thing in the in this trailer where this like character with the big ears has these nine little icons dungeons uh, around dungeons, them. Yeah. I'm hoping that we're getting. Isn't it seven or is it nine? Yeah, I think it's seven. I think seven. Just seven, storing seven. it earlier. Yeah, I like. Is that seven good dungeons or is yeah? That that's what I'm hoping. I I reckon they link the to their power because also in that mural at the start you see the corpse that is below. Hyrule Castle, which I think is probably Ganon, is like mm-hmm. raised in the air as Zelda is holding hands with someone. So my theory is he is being sacrificed or doing something with him. And that's why when they discover him, all of this bad stuff happens. See, one minute trailer. This has already got us going like this. Like This, oh, yeah. is just this sets me off, George. Magic. Fuck me. I fucking love it. Highlight the, highlight the direct, besides Kirby. Obviously. I think this is something that like is... On the one hand, it's like Nintendo could do a lot better things with better hardware. But I think that like the limitations of the hardware that they have them do pushes them to do this kind of icon um, and symbol-driven mm, storytelling yeah. that they wouldn't <laughs> do really otherwise. Although I think they, 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 I mean, they could do it, but in 4K. <laughs> I mean, obviously they could. It would be better if this game was coming out on like PS5, where it could run at like 60 mm. frames per second. But I, I am just saying Nintendo's limitations as a hardware I get, I get publisher inform their limitations as a For software. Breath of the Wild's art design shines through, but the frame drops suck. I think right. Right. it's yeah. like the myth. I, I feel like I, I agree with that to the point where because they have worse hardware they have to think about this stuff more and they have to perfect that but i think i'd rather they just didn't have worse hardware (laughs) still did really well i just think there is like a material there are like material gains that come out of like their them being an objectively worse hardware developer absolutely yeah yeah that is the nintendo direct oh yeah baby it's... Now I'm back. Hype George is back. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I brought you back. I brought you back. Now, now for the big boys. Uh, we will. Any any final words before we move on? Um, Zelda. I I love Zelda and yeah. it's a good series <laughs> and I want to play this one. Great. Uh, we'll take a break now. We'll be back for our final showcase of the week and then maybe a little Tokyo Game Show preview. Wow. I know. What a week. Uh, Okay, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back for the Sony State of Play. We're back. What a mega plus size, double stuffed, extreme energy episode. Extra fit. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Who would have thought? E3 2. This Not is a E3 double down of podcasts. The, the news writers would think that. God, <laughs> thanks again. Hell. 
Thanks again, Morbius. Mm-hmm. He brings it uh, to us. Okay, so later in the day, on Tuesday, we had a PlayStation State of Play. It opened with, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Tekken 8 reveal. Yeah, that's right. It did. What a lovely surprise. Yeah. The graphics do look fucking good, though, don't they? God, it looks gorgeous. Sweaty. Coming coming off of Nintendo into this, you're just like, oh, shit, these are sweaty, muscly man's video games. Mm. If you think, like, Tekken 8, I mean, they said no release date. They said just stay tuned. But, like, Mm -hmm. feasibly, probably next year, like, that and Street Fighter in the same year. Oh, my fucking God. We're going to be eating. Street Fighter's got a date, isn't it? No? Nah, just next year. Shame. I wish. Uh, the that. Tekken reveal is pretty short, but it was just like the graphics, the graphics. Mm. Look mm-hmm. at the fidelity. Leaving behind those yeah. last gen machines. Every bead of sweat dripping off these. Mm. There was those cool boys. ships exploding in the background. That was really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I do think I this want... is pre rendered to fuck. But... Mm-hmm. I think it looks <laughs> nice, but I would do want a Switch version, is all I'll say. <laughs> Next gen only. This is Next only gen only. On... Yep, next no gen switch? only this one. No, hmm. no switch for you. No switches. Interesting. Uh, we had some VR stuff. Uh, yeah, every yeah, showcase yeah, we get some PSVR two in there. So we got yeah. uh, Star Tales Wars from Ta- the theme park. Tales from the theme park. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this has been on the Quest two for quite a while. Yeah, I played it's... this. It's yeah, good. you, you like it? It's kind of neat. Yeah, it's neat. It's a fun showcase. For VR, it, it would do that mm. on the VR too. Yeah, it's neat. I'm sure it'll look even better on PSVR two than it does. Yeah, on, on it's the Quest. it's neat. That yeah, that's a good way to describe it. It's an ad. If you don't know, this is an ad for the theme park for Galaxy's yeah. Edge. It's very yeah. like sort of the near showcase stuff. We got an early VR, but just yeah, a bit more advanced, a little bigger. Yeah, uh, Demio is coming. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, nothing. I was just gonna say Disney's all about that vertical integration. Like, true. You know, something that's sort of held them back in the past is not wanting to make stuff that they can't like make a theme park ride for. And like, I feel right. like with Star Wars, they're really eaten because they can, you know, make not only a theme park thing but a full game that is an ad for their theme park. Like, and <laughs> then their theme park is an ad for the game. Like, they are really creaming their jeans over the kind of integration they got going with Star Wars. Interesting, this wasn't in the Disney game showcase. It's like there was enough Disney games to do a whole presentation for, but then there was some more that couldn't even fit. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, this isn't a new game, but I mean, neither was like Lego Star Wars. I guess they were mm-hmm. doing a new release for it. Anyway, right. moving on. Uh, Demio's coming to PSVR 2, which is one of my favorite VR games around. It's so much fun. This is uh, This is a... Like it's like playing D and D with your friends in VR, but the the rule set's really simple. It's card based. It's kind of tactical, um, and you're just like with your friends around a table, looking down at your little mini figures in there, exploring, you know, a dungeon or whatever. And you're you know you pick up your piece like it's a board game, and you move them around. Mm. You play cards onto the table. Like it's all very tactile. No. It's super fun. I bet you like that, don't you? You card game loving boy. You I'm such a yeah. card boy. You little yeah, freak. You're a real card boy. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it is definitely a strength of VR that you can have an experience of like sitting around a table playing a board game with your friends. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, Yakuza. Oh baby! Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh my god! Oh my lord! We were we were in Discord for this, and mm-hmm. when Sega's logo came up, I thought, oh, they're just doing Fatal Frame or remastering something. Then I had I had like, oh my god, these madmen are actually doing it. When I saw it, it was Yakuza. Why issue. are we all so surprised? Isn't this already a game that exists in Japan? Uh, mm-hmm. So right context. There's two. <laughs> there's Yakuza Kenzen, which came for the P- came out on the PS3. Uh-huh. Never, never left Japan, and Yakuza Ishin, which is this, which came out as a PS4 launch title. But this was back before Yakuza Zero came out, and it experienced like a resurgence of popularity in the West. This was before Yakuza Five came out internationally, digitally only on PS3 after we campaigned. Like forever, Sega was mm. like, "This game is too Japanese. It focuses on our history too much. Like Western audiences won't get it." And thus, mm-hmm. we're not going to bother localizing it because it's not worth the money. Yakuza doesn't sell over there. And I think we reached a point where they were like, okay, we can do this now. And this is essentially a remake of... Uh, it's kind of like a mixture of a remake and a new game, judging from everything we've seen, because they're incorporating like a lot of the Zero and like a Dragon cast into this reimagining of... Yakuza yeah, they're Ishin. calling it... They're calling it like a dragon Ishin. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a dragon Ishin. It's it looks like from what I've played of the original, it seems like for all intents and purposes a new game. And like fans mm-hmm. have been waiting eight years for this, and we never thought it would happen. So when it did, it was just like, oh my god, really? And it's coming this yeah. soon. It was it was a really I don't normally nerd out at game announcements, but I was I was I was flipping out. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. good. It was good shit. It wasn't quite Rayman announced for no, not quite. screaming from me that it, you know. It was <laughs> oh my god, we had an Ubisoft showcase. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that was my reaction. <laughs> uh, okay, right, let's get through this. <laughs> let's get through this. Uh, Pacific Drive. This looked neat. Yeah, I thought it looked kind of cool. I, I not, I'm not really sure what kind of game. Obviously, you're it's you're driving. You're in first person. It's like sci-fi horror. Yeah, it looked mm-hmm. almost like Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a Ghostbuster thing at first. I did too. Yeah, um, it looked like the Ecto one. Yeah, you have like a station wagon that's all like retrofit with weird cables and coils, mm. cables and coils, and yeah. uh, and I'm not sure what's going on, but there. It's very post-apocalyptic, isn't it? Pretty sussy. Oh, that's just how the Pacific Northwest looks. That looks neat. That is from Ironwood Studios, which is a new studio. A new IP. Mm. A new Ironwood. Um, The PlayStation Stars loyalty program is doing something that looks suspiciously like NFTs to me. It's not NFTs. I I looked it up. They're just... They promised fucking... it's not NFTs? It's just... They, they say... I looked it up. It's just... You, you do a challenge in game or on your console, and it's just a fucking thing you can keep on your phone and the app. Right. Who mm. gives a shit? Nobody. Uh. <laughs> They've just lifted the fucking assets from Astrobot and dumped them onto okay. the yeah. like, Well, it's So it's it's just like trophies, but instead of yeah, trophies, it's not NFT 3D model. So I, looked, I looked this up. Like, yeah. All right. It's not NFTs yet. I don't know. Maybe I'll get it's into like... it. 
it's like on the one hand, I'm glad it's not NFTs, and on the other hand, I don't understand why anybody it, would care it's about completely this. Completely an utterly pointless. An NFT. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know why right. they're doing this. Nobody gives a shit, but they're doing. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, Sinduality, a new Bandai Namco game. Was this a mm -hmm. mech anime? Mech yes. Yeah, this looks cool. Ish. Yeah, mm -hmm. I thought it looked cool. This is a third-person mech shooter. Kind of looks like near. Yeah, I think it's from the Scarlet Nexus team. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, it's Bandai, it's Bandai Namco, yeah. So. <laughs> hey, Scarlet oh, yeah. Nexus is all right. Seven out of ten fodder. That's still they fucking. Yeah, it's I give it a seven out of ten. I think. Cool. Um, Project Eve came back around. It's now called Stellar Blade. This I thought this cool. was a Matrix thing for like the first half of the presentation because they like the ship looked like it could be from the Matrix. They called the city Zion. They were like looking at pods where humans were sleeping because they were depleted. I was like, all of this sounds like Matrix yeah. stuff. But it's yeah, not. It's not related to the Matrix at all. It's not the Matrix. It's from a Korean studio called Shift Up. This game's uh, had some money put into it. Like, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, it looks, um, looks expensive. It looks expensive. <laughs> Graphics look amazing. Very horny. Very horny. We saw we saw some action. You've got guns. You've got swords. Um, I I've played some Korean like MMOs and mobile stuff, and the the progression systems baffle me. But the one thing you can say is that they are flashy as fuck. Yeah, because this is a simple player game. Gorgeous though. This mm. this reminds me of like Vanquish meets Devil May Cry, like yeah. yeah, lots of cool stuff. You've got like crazy technology that goes on, snaps onto your body, turns into weapons and stuff. Some mm. really gooey monsters. Yeah, some real slimy some, boys. Some, yeah, there's some, yeah. Some, some real creamy freaks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks cool, really though. interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep an eye on it for sure. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Soshima, but it's not Team Rise Ninja's Rise Rise of the Ronin. This looks actually sick. made by a Japanese team. Yes, this look, yeah, Rise this looks, of the Ronin. It looks like Neo meets Assassin's Creed, but like mm. specifically Assassin's Creed Two, right? Like that's it the looks like very Assassin's Creed Two, yeah. Which is a compliment, and the the combat we only saw like a little glimpse of it, but like the fact you can just like leap off the. Leap off an area and then like grapple hook back. I'm he's like, he's putting his sword away and just blasting fools. Like, kind of yeah, oh, it looks so good. Like, 2024 though, like that makes me sad. Yeah, uh, Team Ninja is kind of a mixed bag for me, right? Yeah, like, they, they do a lot more stuff than you'd think. They're making mm. another game, like, and not all of it this. turns out great. Uh, Are they not making a Neo three? I uh, thought this long. might be Neo three for a while, but, but it's not like... Neo three, but it's it looks very similar. It's got a different name. Yeah, I can't remember. We're long. Okay. Fallen Dynasty looks sick. Mm. Oh yeah, I've got yeah. a demo for that. I can talk about that next week. Yeah, I'll play Ronan. Another open world samurai, but this one looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, was that? Did we do there it? Was... There was uh, a controller. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, mean, I started this podcast. Right, wait, we, we went to move on to the Is that adventure game? We all know how it's going to play and look. Like, it looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I, yes, we have to talk about God of War. Obviously. Yeah. I just wanted to make right. sure that was it. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think that's everything. Sure, a, a shorter show than Tendo for sure. We didn't talk about 
the turf wizard and we don't have to oh no exactly. yeah. um yes god of war oh, ragnarok cool. had one of the best trailers ever made that was a fantastic trailer. <laughs> just yeah. an incredible yeah. like i was watching I wanna... it on a plane so maybe that's why i i had so many emotions i was watching it on like a big telly and it's like <laughs> like in 4k and it's visually spectacular like and really well well done in terms of like story and character and hyping up without revealing too much not showing too much yeah that that's what i love like you saw if there you are, break it down piece yeah. by piece like there's a lot in there that almost yeah. arguably a little too much like, there are a few things i'm like i'm replaying you know, the first game at the moment for the first time since it came out nice and i'm already like looking at the little things that they showed like, oh my god that shot with the wolf and the moon like oh mm. my goodness so many spectacular now, shots I've, I've heard a couple people say that this is one of the best trailers they've ever seen and as somebody who likes god of war a medium amount like i god of war was on my game of the year list in 2018 at like the sixth position it's not like one of my favorite games but i like it I yeah. am not. I want somebody to explain to me why they're so juiced up about this because I liked it. A, I liked the trailer fine, but I did not get that amount of excitement. Oh, really? George, the oh, dude, is yours. Just... Okay, go ahead, it's... George. Yeah. Jeez. Well, it's. <laughs> and I. It's there's there's so much to it. There's so much. I think first off, you have to start with the fact that we've seen fuck all about this game so far. We've had one one proper trailer which was mm. also an incredible trailer that kind of gave you like some cliff notes, but it didn't really show like that much. You had a tease of a few characters and then yeah. this, it just seems so like fucking vast. I think is the mm. thing. Like it's one thing that it does that I don't, I think it does way better than the first God of War already is like the variety of areas. Yeah, I felt that. Um, I, mean, I, showed, I showed my roommate as soon as the trailer came out, I was like, Oh my God, you have to see this like now because um, we played the original together and he's like are they in space and i was like i don't think they're in space mm. but like to the untrained mind maybe they go to so mm. many different places there's so much there's so much more variety in who they're fighting and mm. then because you know the stakes like you know that you know it's ragnarok it's Fimble winter it's like the the fucking end of the world you know that yeah. there's going to be some like massive showdowns it's not just going to be you know, Kratos fighting like a rock troll for like the eighth time. They're in the Onion <laughs> Chariot from Shrek 2 at one point, I think. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I, I think that as a storytelling experience, mm -hmm. I think this trailer, like if you look at it um, like from a film perspective, yeah, I think that this the construction of this trailer does such an incredible job of introducing character introducing conflict calling yeah. back to plot there like if you know the first game intimately there's so many moments where that are like a really big deal like uh like frig pulling the mistletoe off of mm. right like but even then, if you don't there's so much in it that could draw you in yeah that, there's that a, bit at the end with with four and kratos just going at each other like we knew they were going to fight that's like been known since the end of the first one but right. like seeing that happen, and like instantly, my mind's like, "Where's Treyas? Like, where, when the fuck is this happening? Like, is this? Yeah, is this their first fight, second fight? Uh, I feel like it did enough to, you know, show you the show you the beats, like give you a hint that okay, there's clearly Odin, there's um, right. Hattie and Skull, and just the the pace of it too, like, like the way it it starts with establishing some characters then it goes into like the conf the father and son conflict, and then you start to see like what the bigger 
conflict is going to be. And then mm-hmm. it's showing like real big set pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was really drawn in by the conflict between Atreus and Kratos in this trailer. And like, it's seeming like the roles are reversed where Kratos has to follow Atreus and like defer to Atreus. Like the moment of conflict between them and the trailer where Kratos is saying like, all I do is follow you basically, or whatever mm-hmm. he says like that, that Still like, yeah, that stuff got me excited. Like I'm excited to see like that change in their relationship dynamic now that Atreus yeah. is older and it, it seems like he is, you know, very important to what is going on here. Mm. Yep. Like I'm into that. I love that I'm... there's like, I, I love that they, they had enough in them to say, let Atreus age up a bit. Like they could have just not, they could have just had him be young still, but the fact that there's like, I love a time skip. I'm such a, I'm such a bitch for a time skip. Like it's <laughs> just, it's such a simple thing to do. Like, um, and I also really works. love that this is not a trilogy. Yeah, I like that. They're not drawing like, it out. This is yeah. This isn't real. the middle game, you know. Like right, the, yeah. Like everything's gonna happen here. Yeah, I think the only reason that bothers me is because it reminds me of how long games take to develop. Now, mm-hmm. you know, like when I think of it not being a trilogy, I'm like, well, if this was developed in like the early 2000s, of course it would be a trilogy because games would only take like two years to develop. Sure, yeah. And now it just sort of bums me out that it's like, well, if it was going to be a trilogy, it would take like 12 years for them to make it. And that really <laughs> yeah. depresses yeah, yeah, me. That's, that's depressed me now, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at it again. Uh, Atreus firing into the sky and turning uh, day into night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Incredible. that's very cool. I, or like he's fucking transporting them to a different universe or some shit. It's so cool. The, mm. the uh, big jellyfish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's so much cool shit in this. Uh, I'm uh, so Tear as well. Like we finally yeah, get to we see, finally like, get to see Tear. Yeah, is he, they like whoa. grab each other's hands. I'm like, oh my god. Tear's he's the, the one god narrating, of war. right? Or is yeah, it? He's, he's the god of war of that. Realm, yeah, cause, no, because there's a scene where he's giving where Kratos is almost giving him the blades of chaos. Well, that's very mm. much implied to be happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I didn't, I hadn't thought that. I've, I, I, I've seen the bit where he's like cutting his hair. Or is it like cutting a chain off him or something? But I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be Tyr narrating the whole thing, too. Mm. Yeah, it is Tyr. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wondered, um, thinking about when someone says something about, have you ever been like worshipped, know what it's like to be worshipped? I was like, is that Tyr? Because that's right. they're painting him off to be more heroic, and that didn't sound like something he'd say. I thought it was something that maybe Odin or Thor was saying. But well, you, well the, a big part of the first game is going through the Tyr's temple, oh. right? Oh. So yeah. it makes sense that he would talk about... Anyway, um... Hype. I'm reviewing that. Sorry, everybody. It's mine. Mm. It's mine. Oh, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's all right. We Um, are almost at two hours here. Sorry, go ahead, Andrew. I was just going to say, I thought that Sony was going to repeat the move that they did at um, the opening night live and just show a controller at the end of this. Like, oh my god, yeah. (laughs) I was was so... I'm curious if they did that on purpose to really fuck Yeah. I, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah shit, it's, like... it's definitely a nice controller. And like both the controllers <laughs> they've shown have been nice. You know, like the other DualSense that they showed, the DualSense Pro at opening Night yeah. Live was yeah, also it's... nice. But I also, like, like, it's what, weird what... that this is the first, like, special edition controller we've had based on a game. Like, obviously, we've had loads of, like, color ones. I've got like, four of the fuckers. Mm-hmm. But it, obviously, it got a good place to start, but, like, 
I'm trying to th- actually. I'm trying to think. If there's any? We haven't PS5 had limited gaming. edition console, have we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We. I thought that's what the reveal was going to be. I thought they were going to go like, "Here's a Hattie and Skull themed PS5." Mm. Um, but luckily not. Cause Maybe I, for Suicide Squad, we'll get. Yeah. A cool looking PlayStation. That'd be cool. Um. Okay. We're almost at an hour, but we did have an Ubisoft showcase too, so we should mention whatever is important from that. Oh, uh, I want to take the floor again. Rayman's back, baby! Kind of. Kind of. Rayman's got a <laughs> DLC for Mario Rabbids. That's very mm. exciting. Uh, <laughs> I was screaming. I was, I was in nearly in tears. Shitting and coming everywhere. I, I, I love Rayman. Uh, and it's so sad that this is the point where, like, that's how excited I am over him just being a DLC character. A but DLC character in a Mario game, yeah. They mm. treated Donkey Kong, so, like, obviously Donkey Kong's a Nintendo thing, so I, I imagine they had, like, the strict hand of Nintendo saying, fucking do Donkey Kong right. But I know they're going to knock out the part of Rayman. I know it's going to be, well, I don't think it'll be a resurgence, because Ubisoft are still dicks who don't care about him. But uh, just get him in the limelight, get my... Get my vegetable thing in You think it'll be because the Donkey Kong one was a whole world with like his own story. That was like yeah, a story. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope. Give us some lums and glow box. <laughs> yeah, that big frog guy. The horny fairies. Oh, Murphy. I love Murphy. Oh, I love Rayman so much, guys. Give the guy some arms for once. <laughs> it's been like, how long? Just... 20, 25 years, still no arms? I think the DLC is just be him like beating the shit out of rabbits. Like you don't even get to interact with him; you just watch him do it. But that's all <laughs> I want. You, are they gonna? Ha- they're gonna have to give him some kind of blaster weapon, right? Like he can't just be a punchman. He can throw. No, he's got to have he's guns. Got he's got his plunger gun from Raving Rabbids if they want to do a deep cut. Oh yeah. Um, or he's got his. I mean, I I could just list Rayman stuff now, and I don't want to do that. Weird. <laughs> but there's there's loads he can have. Uh, we also Rayman. yes, we got Assassin's Creed news. Loads mm-hmm. of oh, God. Mirage. What is this? Yes. I, I was at D23 and missed this whole thing, so somebody t- run it down. Mirage is the next game. Uh, it stars Basim from uh, the Valhalla game. Okay. And it is a return to the stealth action kind of Assassin's Creed game. It's going to be smaller. It's not part it's of Infinity. Fun. Mm-hmm. What'd you say, George? That's the one. I, I, I just loudly shouted, thank fuck. Cause that's, yeah, yeah. I like sure. going through this showcase, because um, Mirage was basically leaked, everything was leaked before, mm-hmm. but seeing Mirage in action and seeing it call back to Assassin's Creed 2 and call back to just what Assassin's Creed used to be, I was like, oh, I used to really like these games. Like, I used to really like Assassin's we Creed. We all did. And then they fucked it up. Well, they fucked up by making really great games that just weren't Assassin's Creed games. Um, <laughs> so now it's it- back. I, I'm actually legitimately excited for an Assassin's Creed game for the first time since <sighs> Assassin's Creed 3, probably. Reading what they say about Infinity, I'm kind of excited for it. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just gonna, they're turning Assassin's Creed into a forever game. And what they're actually doing with it seems a lot more interesting than that. Because it's like Red is going to be the next like, open-world action RPG that they make, but then Hex, the one they're doing after that, is, like, they're saying they're doing, like, 
they're taking in like a different mechanical direction. They're, it's not going to be like an RPG. They're doing something different with it, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be exactly like Mirage either. So they're taking the series in like a different direction than that. And they're also putting a multiplayer game on Infinity. Oh, yes, yes. So what, what, Infinity's just a launcher? It's it just is like, like an interconnected much, surface. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how they made it sound. Is it like Still, World like... of Hitman? kind of thing i think it is yeah. basically yeah, yeah like how you can it. access all the hitman from the like if you get hitman 3 you can access all the other hitman levels from it it seems so, like it's yeah sort of like that but they're Infinity also going to be putting theory. yeah they're putting all the modern day stuff there too so it's not going to be in games anymore and i wrote a little bit about this and like how it might be a good thing for the modern stuff to be in there even for people that like the modern day stuff because the approach they're taking seems to be making more assassin's creed games going in more directions and like smaller stuff so if they like if they're if they're putting the modern day stuff like all in infinity it seems like they could do like a smaller game that is just like modern stuff like a little adventure game or like a walking sim or like a discovery tour style museum that's just like abstergo stuff and like modern day stuff like i think infinity could be pretty cool so it's basically just like signposting a new direction. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Okay. All it's, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. It's really uh, weird the that they announced so many different Assassin's Creed games at the same time. But right, yeah. that, especially because some of them seem quite far out. Yeah, a little, a little confusing to know like what to get excited for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, Ubisoft puts else? out stuff at a much quicker rate than other developers you know Typically, like yeah like immortals phoenix rising came out in 2021 and they started working on that right after um or that came out in 2020 and they started working on it after they finished odyssey so that was like a two-year turnaround on a huge open world uh, I, and that was uh, that's apparently getting a sequel as well i, I that, oh, no, is it? Good. that game was good i liked immortals phoenix rising more than i liked any assassin's creed oh, really? in that time period yeah i really enjoyed it because it's just I don't want to go on about Did you finish it? Yeah, yeah. I I got to the I got to the big ice mountain and could not navigate it and got so frustrated mm. I, I just I didn't it. like the puzzles. It it felt like a lot of them were reliant on stuff in the environment, but to a point where sometimes it was hard to realize like what exactly in the environment was it or if it's just mm. anything and everything. I thought the combat was really bad too. You just mashed the heavy attack at everyone. I it was definitely like trying to be Devil May Cry. Yeah, no, it, was, it, it was good. Though. But it didn't good have stuff. the depth of like a Double May Cry or something. But I I liked it okay. I played about half of it. Was there anything else in the Ubisoft showcase besides Rabbids and Assassin's Creed? <sighs> Off the top of my head, no. Like, Ra obviously, Rayman, which just made me like cry, and then I missed the rest of it. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, if that wasn't enough, we have Tokyo Game Show this weekend. Yeah, let's hear a little bit about that from my main man, Eric. Well, I'm not going, unfortunately, but I did get to go play Capcom's games. Ooh, what kind of games did they show you? Uh, I, I played at least three. And tell me all about them. <laughs> uh, I, okay, so there's a Monster Hunter update. It's getting announced on Wednesday afternoon, so everybody knows now. Uh, later this month, they're adding new monsties. I got to fight Flaming Espinas in like an arena fight. Mm. Uh, 
it was very hard. <laughs> it was very mm. hard. I've been playing. I've been keeping up with uh, Rise with Sunbreak. Uh, I played through all Sunbreak. Um, I didn't have my loadout. I didn't have my decos, so I'm sure it's not actually like the hardest monster. But they just put me on a random character, and but it's cool. It uh, it does the big AOE thing that Teostra does, but it chases you while it does it. It kind of like oh, that's it, cool. it gets up on its hind legs and kind of like shimmies towards you as it's charging up. <laughs> so as you're trying to get away from it, it's inching closer and closer before it does its big burst. Um, yeah, it's a cool fight. Uh, so I saw that. I did not get to see the other two monsters that were revealed today, and I actually don't know who they are because we're recording this before that reveal. Mm. Um, so that update is at the end of September. I also got to play Battle Network. Mm. I got to play Mega Man Battle Network. The It's not a remake. It's exactly how you remember it. And Ooh, they had the first... Okay three games were on there Mm -hmm. so if you're at tgs you i'm sure you can see any of the first three um i played it on a big screen it had the borders on the sides obviously because it's a gba game like the aspect ratio is very different and um i don't like the way game boy games look on a 32 inch screen you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> they are meant to be played Probably on a three inch screen right like i i i think the battle network games have great pixel art i oh, i still yeah. i love those games i still and the music is great um i still love those games but but boy don't play this on your tv like play it play it handheld this is yeah play this on the switch or the steam deck it seems like that kind of yeah game. play it on the switch or the Steam. i i think it's only on the switch Oh, is it? Okay, I'll play it on this way. Uh, I don't know that for sure. I don't know that for sure. But um, yeah, they wouldn't tell me if it's going to have multiplayer or online multiplayer or not, which is the really big question. Because there's a there's a um, large community uh, for the PvP, uh, specifically for Battle Network 6. They've hacked together some kind of emulated way to play it online, and it's very complicated and convoluted and... But they do they do tournaments still to this day. So those people really want to know if this re-release is going to have network support because it'll make their lives so much easier and it'll really help the community out. But they ain't, Capcom ain't saying yet. Mm. Uh, and then I played Street Fighter, which I... Boy, I really wish I was... I'm not the right person to play Street Fighter. And I've now <laughs> previewed Street Fighter twice. Depressed Ken. Yeah. Yes. Ken. Yeah, baby. If you are listening to this, Ken was just. If you're listening to this on Friday, Ken was just revealed. Hashtag sad Ken. Uh, He is an older Ken, just like Ryu. They're both old now, I guess. We're in the future. And uh, and he's been through some shit, obviously. I don't know. Ask me about it. I don't don't know what to say. Did he get divorced? I don't know. The kids People think he got divorced. His wife took the kids and all his money. And now all he can do is fight <laughs> on the street. Oh, there's so many good memes. Like, even when this wasn't officially announced, there's so many good memes. I can't fucking wait to see the rest of them. The street, yeah, I'm not a fighting game expert either, but Street Fighter is always one that tickles my fancy. I'm an expert. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, the, I played a new build. It had eight characters. Ken was one of them. Uh, the new control, the modern controls are. Uh, incredible i love it. it it's for 
the noobs like me that don't know how to press buttons. It just it doesn't play the game for you, but it makes it it, it basically turns it into like Smash Bros controls. I feel like everybody okay. can understand you've got your special button and you can do special left, right, up and down. You've got your basic attacks and you can do basic up, right, left and down. Of course, you have your like your light, your medium and your heavy or whatever. Hmm. Um, and it just makes it so much more intuitive. Like I know I can press if I hold this button and I press triangle, I'm going to do a cool special. And if I add a modifier like left, right, up and down, it's going to do a different one. So you can really wrap your mind around it easier. Um, they say that there's no moves that you can't do in the modern controls. There's no uh-huh. like, there's no tech that's too complicated for the modern controls. So now I think what that means though, is that you're basically going to have to do the classic inputs for some of the more like charge up attacks. Like I think you have to do a more complicated input to do that. But anyway, not a street fighter guy. It does look gorgeous. Uh, and, uh, and the new controls are good. Uh, there might be more. I can't talk about anything else right now. That'll be for next week. Whew. Yeah, Whew. baby. A That's what we one. call a supersized show. Everybody at home <laughs> is saying supersize me and we're more than happy to be Morgan Spurlock for you. We'll size we're it taking, up. We're taking it all. We're watching it all. We're playing it. We're really having a this good time. Be, and we hope you are too. This will be our biggest news dump of the year. So we yeah. yeah. Got it all out. Some might call us size queens and kings. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Some might. Indeed. I know. I know. I uh, Who expected such a jam-packed uh, week of reveals. Excited. They filled up the first half of next year with, like, a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah, the Nintendo Direct was just, like, February 2023. February 2023. Over and over and over again. Yakuza February. So much. Yeah, Yeah, it could be a busy... You know, if Zelda comes out next year, which they're saying it will, and uh, everything else announced, I think we might have an all-time gamer year on our hands, the likes of a which we haven't seen year. since 2017. Yeah. I, You know what? And I think don't sleep on the rest of this year, though, because mm-hmm. that's, that's some things are really ramping yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just looking at my review list for, right. this, for the rest of this year. <laughs> I've got... Just in the next three months, I've got Marvel Snap, The Last Worker, Mario Rabbids 2, Village Expansion, God of War Ragnarok, Evil West, and Midnight Suns. Bang, and I bang, think bang, all bang, of those bang. are going to be bangers. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. every one of those is going to be a great game. I think also you do not sleep on Betrayal at Club Low, which I have not played yet, but it's the okay. new game from Cosmo D, who is one of my favorite indie developers. The only game you might know from him, if you aren't super familiar with his work, is Tales from Off-Peak City, Volume 1, which came out a few years ago. But he is just making games that are unlike anything else that anybody else is doing. They're like walking sim adventure games with a really unique aesthetic and like jazzy soundtracks and like surrealistic, but also very concrete and specific and detailed i just think he is doing stuff that's unlike Hmm. anything that anybody else is doing and all the games are connected and like telling stories from like different parts of this world that he's building out and uh yeah definitely worth playing is that out this year that's out right now that just came out i had no idea it was coming out 
until today when I saw that Doc, the one of the developers of Paratopic, Doc Burford, he tweeted something about how it was great. So I went and uh, picked it up. So now I am going to play that tonight. Nice. Um, but yeah, he, one of my favorite developers. Check it out if you have not played his games. And Jacob Geller, also the YouTuber, talked about him in one of his videos. Okay. I think it's called Bad Graphics is the name of the video where he's talking mm. about you know the different aesthetics of games and what we ex- what we mean when we say bad or good graphics. That was two years ago. Yeah, it's just called Bad Graphics in quotation marks. So. If you want to see more about Cosmo D, I check that out. It, I'm not actually sure if that is where that video is. It might be in his "The Meaning of Ugly Games" video, which is about Max Payne and Kenny Lynch. Anyway, well, check out, Jacob, out Geller. Jacob Geller. Yeah, check out Cosmo D. <laughs> Good stuff all around. Go, go I'll watch some Jacob Geller. Yeah, watch some Jacob Geller. Play some Cosmo D. I'm going to play it tonight and hopefully finish it by next week, and then maybe we'll talk about it on the pod. Nice. I have some previews uh, to talk about next week as well. Um, I This was actually for a couple of weeks ago, but I've got uh, Plague Tale to take mm. a, check a look at. Um, nice. I just, I just you got, played it? I haven't played it yet. I was supposed to like a week ago and everything got crazy with Disney and everything else. Okay. Um, also, I'm going to play some more Evil West. Nice. So I'll be, I'll be able to talk about that some more too. I'll have... I'm excited to hear about Plague Tale. I love that first game. I'm going to see a bunch of stuff, TGS stuff at Square tomorrow so I can nice. spill out some previews next week. Mm. Oh, yeah, and Quite... I'm also going to visit 505, so I'll, I'll have some of their games to talk about, Ooh. too. We're getting all that I am yeah. flying to New York next week to see a game, but I don't know if I can talk about what it is, so just know that I'm traveling and I'm having fun. George, <laughs> what, do you, what do you got going on, bud? Multiverses, probably. (laughs) (laughs) We did a two-hour show and we didn't talk about Gizmo. (laughs) Gizmo good. Gizmo good. We'll talk about it next week. Gizmo good. All right, we'll we'll save it for next week. (laughs) I haven't talked about Pokemon Unite in like three months, so I still play it every day. We have to bust a live service nut next time. It's lucky I can't talk about cartoons on here. I can't remember the last time I talked about Morbius. I I don't know when I did that last, but all right, next week it will be a Morbius episode. We'll finally we'll finally get around to talking about Morbius. Morbius Morbius spoiler (laughs) cast. All right, thanks everybody. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you next week. Of course, see you. Bye.